Girth. Well, that's on the recording now. Good evening, citizens, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Shattersong LARP Diaries. Today's <laughs> word of the day is girth. Um, we'll, we'll cover that <laughs> in detail. The the, I think it's just the word now. Word on the street. Just the word. Yeah. The capital W word. Indeed. The eighth virtue. Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I am joined once again by my erstwhile companion, Matty. And fellow dead Shattersong. Indeed. But today we are not joined by Sol due to something mm-hmm. esoteric and mystical called Calendar Clash, where today yeah. we are going to be trying out... Too busy out... being an alive Shatter song. I mean, yeah, you? Having an actual life running other D&D games. <laughs> Imagine that, people. Games other than LARP. Games other than Empire. <laughs> what, what is it? <laughs> Don't get it. Empire? But... Chris, Empire's a game? Oh, I just lost oh the game. God. Oh, come on. <laughs> In the middle of my bit. Really? Wow. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, we're kind yeah. of doing this as a bit of a weird one. Just are, the two of us. We are indeed. Just the two, two of us. us. It's like if Baron was dead, but he hadn't got through <gasps> the labyrinth just yet, or hadn't got to the labyrinth just <laughs> yeah. yet, or he's in a different section of it. So we're further it's up ahead. Having a natter. I like to picture them sitting on either sides of like a stone walkway, like legs out in front, like sort of slumped because it's a long walk, the labyrinth. It is Let's exhausting. face it. Yeah. Ban's probably got stuck. He's not <laughs> as wise as the dedication and soul might lead him to believe. I'm just throwing clumps of earth from one side to the other, <laughs> having a chat. Waiting for Farron. I think it's probably quite sunny. Yeah, yeah it's like or like summer, an overcast anyone. but sunny day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I'm picturing. Like sort of shady, but it's warm. Hmm. All right, that's our labyrinth posting for today. Yeah. So send fan art, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wait for him on another episode that's going to come later this week because. Hey, Matty, did you know that Empire, that game we all play, it's uh, Wait, not this Chris, weekend, Chris. but next weekend. Empire is a game? Oh, you know what? Sorry, I've lost again. again. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't unlost it yet. I'm yeah, just... I, I know. It's so soon. Oh my god, it's so soon. I am an insatiable loser. Feel yeah, free to fair. put that on your soundboard, dear listeners. So um, <laughs> what we're going to do is split the weekend, rather than doing all three of us, just going to be me and Matty, then me and Sol. And we're going to focus yeah. on the two main characters who are Sol and Matty, and I'm going to jump in with bits <laughs> of my weekend. So you have to watch, I say watch, you have to listen to both of them to get you the full Lindir story. But um, Watching you'll... is on the uh, the Patreon-only version. There is actually a YouTube channel, but it's just audio recordings. Is there? With like a cool jumping, you know, like the sine wave of audio. It just has that. I like that. Yeah, I'll send I like you a link. that. Though. That's cool. You know what I miss is the old days of like, was it Windows Media Player or something? Yep. That had that cool setting where you could put on the visualizer. Yep. That was cool. That was cool. Bring back the visualizer. Can do. But first, we got to. But no, I was gonna. I I just want to. Yeah, I want. I want to interrupt for a second because you just said something very interesting, which is that you think that Sol and I are the main characters, and I'm not going to spoil anything. But based on certain developments over E3 that are probably quite widely known at this point, 
I think actually you two are the main characters at this point. I'm I'm a nobody now. And I also, having just done our quick check of what actually happened, didn't do that much. I think you did a lot more than I did. So doing. maybe I'll be sitting here interview you. Oh, spicy. Yeah. Do- doing a strong word. How the turntables. Mm. Well, the having it be did with you. Yeah, that is that's gonna be quite a quite a section. But we will talk about on this this half of the podcast for sure. Because that is uh yeah. <laughs> that is if not anything else, it's hilarious. Deep It's ironic. very amusing. Yeah. I reckon we'll get through the whole weekend. We're gonna kind of like zip through it a little bit. Without three of us to interject on every single point, it'll be a bit faster anyway. True. Yeah, yeah, it will. Because the first so half is actually kind of uneventful. For me, I think. Yeah, it was actually it was a, a really way. nice. I'm I'm just gonna start jumping in. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was a it. really nice build up to the event because it was the the one that I did this year that was during the summer holidays. Um, so I had time to get to the UK. I travel from Europe if people don't know that already. Then to like hang out, sort things out. We arrived really nicely in time on Thursday. I mean, we packed much later than we expected to. We just sort of ambled along. It was really nice. Mm. We were in bed for quite a while. We had a lovely Thursday. I think I had a shower and dyed my hair in the morning. Yeah, yes, you did. I'm pretty sure you had, like, work phone calls, actually, on Thursday morning. Yeah, I think, yeah. I was was doing your mother's ironing, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I remember walking in the living room, like, wow, this is some kind of uh, 1950s domestic artwork. (laughs) Or that, yeah, or a sweatshop. (laughs) No, I offered. No, it was nice. It it was really nice to come into an event. Um, It's my second event post-Larkin. Which is still a timeline that, that I have to measure things by. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Damn. I know. Larkin was lasted the whole of E1. It was only the end of E1 that we lost Larkin. It's really not been that long. <laughs> it's that's why it's still kind of I'm still measuring time in since and before Larkin. But yeah, so it was kind of nice to like go into it with a lot more time. I wasn't feeling very well either. I was quite ill. It turns out later, <laughs> I would maybe had Lyme's disease a little bit um so that was fun but it was really nice to to have that relaxing feeling of oh yeah I'm ready I'm prepped I've got loads of time to think about it uh completely unlike this event of course coming up um which has sort of been a helter-skelter screaming fest of oh my god it's when um I am coming now at least because up until two days ago that wasn't actually confirmed Mm. and that had me scared a bit shitless but back to e3 which did happen it was nice thursday was chill we didn't do anything particularly exciting lies dice in the forge yeah we did the first time i've been in the forge like you usually go in go wow it's like you know it's busy and whilst you know of course we're like minor celebrities like obviously mm. like you can't see but i'm like you know slicking back my imaginary hair at the moment but um <laughs> we, we don't know everyone and you go down the forge and it's like a great social space but we've got a great yeah. so- social space at camp as well mm-hmm. but we did run into our uh, a recognizable group of chums from the Thornfang. yeah played and... some awesome liars dice with them got fleeced by a new player yep oh yep <laughs> um i also i met some new friends um uh, one of whom 
is a I think a year one E1 player. I don't actually remember if their character was, Ooh. but we were talking about old culture of the game and old rules and stuff. And do you want to know the most interesting fact I found out? Is that there was a point in in times gone by when weapons held by children did damage. They had to actively put in a, a rule that if a kid is holding a weapon and hits you with it, it does not do damage until they've passed their citizenship. I did because not know that. children I... <laughs> were killing so many people. <laughs> Legitimately. Apparently when the forge had its second level on it, it would have been at the old site, I assume. Mm. There would just be kids hiding like in the rafters, and stabbing people, <laughs> and there would be just bodies everywhere. <laughs> it was a different time, my dude. It was a different time. But can you imagine? Oh, you're back at God again. Yeah, I got stabbed. Bye. It's like a reverse Nine Order sixty six. <laughs> it's like a reverse Jedi yeah. Temple. You you have a nice calm drink downstairs. <laughs> you hear something rowdy up the stairs, and you're thinking, revenge. "Oh, let's go to the fun party." You go upstairs. Just loads of dead people. You're like, yeah. wow, this is dangerous. You're like, what's Let's that weird thudding noise? Best check on them. Oh, no. What's that giggling? <laughs> <laughs> dangerous, dangerous children. Mm. No, but pretty cool, though. I mean, you know, I like hearing stories about days gone by. I don't know that there's everything I would want to immediately go back to and experience, but it's fun to hear kind of where it came from and what it used to be and all that. Yeah. Back in day. Back in day. Back when they had Lao Fizz reps instead of cards. It still says on the card that you need to have a Fizz rep, doesn't it? It does for mana crystals. It does for ma I don't think it is for Lao anymore. I'm not, you know what? I'm I know, not sure. you, I mean, you it's don't have like... to because people don't have mana crystal Fizz reps. Yeah, I've seen lots of edible ones, which are great. People don't really have potion Fizz reps, to be fair, or herbs true you yeah. just if you're trying to drink a potion then you need to drink it from something yeah so you need to have something to drink from <laughs> just down your water bottle the entirety of it or 1.5 yeah. liters of water <laughs> yeah but um we, we digress <laughs> old days old rules <laughs> they were selling yeah. them this event for it, like was it was nice 50p each less what? The old oh, loud fizz reps. Yeah. So they look like potions. So they're actually great potion fizz reps. Um, if, dear listeners, you want to pick some up, they might be selling them at E4. Yeah, they had them at God, I think. Yeah, right? at God, just on the inside on the yeah. right. They were very nice. Oh, well, that was that was a nice chat. Right, see cool. you next time. GG, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? So that was Thursday. I mean, Thursday was nice. Thursday's always nice. We got up in the morning, went to brunch, as we normally do with the group. Um, you guys did. a lot of us this time yeah i know you didn't yeah i'm well aware because <laughs> i was desperate to ask you to get cash out for me because i couldn't get any cash out and you didn't come along and i was like no what do i do now Chris. no one else could do it it's like damn i have no money but yeah. that was probably for the best top tip citizens um, if you press my left nipple i vomit up 20 pound notes it's a, it's a real curse. <laughs> I was going to transfer you the money. I just didn't have a card to use in, a, in an ATM. We don't talk about the transfer process <laughs> in public. <laughs> it's a temporary and a permanent way. Mm. Um, but moving swiftly on, showers. Mm. Oh my gosh, it was the first time I've ever used the shower block. That blew my mind. But you, did you know the shower block was there? 
I did. I okay. just never had cause to use it because, like, for the past ages, I've been arriving pretty much directly from um, from here, from home, from Europe. So I'm packing very light. So I don't really bring things like a towel because that takes up quite a lot of space, and it, you know, it might get wet or whatever. I don't bring a towel and like wash and stuff, and I just get really yucky and then wherever I end up on Sunday night have a shower there instead mm. and that tends to work out just fine but it was oh, so nice I'll tell you what though I can't believe I'm saying this too hot they are very hot like, they are very hot showers hot. They, were, they were better this event they were much hotter last they're genuinely coming out like 45 50 degrees it's, it's no, no, no. I think I th well. I think the one that I was in was about that because I couldn't stand in it. I couldn't even put my hand in it. Yeah, you had to do it in bursts. I, I had to I sort of just like, oh god, I couldn't even. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I think if I if I what I should have done and what I might try and do for this coming event, I'm I might bring like a flannel because then you can like wet the flannel and use it because mm -hmm. it'll cool down slightly. True. Very true. But still be nice and warm to the touch, you know yeah exactly yeah yeah because it like it in the mad. early morning they're hot. giga hot but after yeah. i don't know a couple hours then well, it wasn't uh, that like late. nine nine thirty they're pretty cool 12 or something because it was after brunch that i went oh maybe just they only heat it up in the morning and that's it could be could be i don't know or it's nearer the the heat so i was one like right by the door so it was probably near a heater or something i, think I don't that, know it yeah. was, i mean it was great it's it's kind of the opposite of a problem to have it was a bit yeah. of a shame because i was sort of sitting there like i can't believe i'm complaining it's too hot but i actually can't use this properly yeah pd please do <laughs> not turn so down the temperature please no more like no cold showers only slightly <laughs> but yeah cold showers also bad i feel like you can cool down enough to like numb enough to stand a cold shower though it's almost impossible to like handle the really high heat showers yeah because it's just scalding you know but it does I mean? burn off all yeah. the war paint all the grime all the spilled <laughs> beer the melted cheese and the cucumber slices that have been and that's trapped. just from thursday night <laughs> that's just from thursday night and all of that's those are references but yes showers <laughs> good yeah it was nice because it was also nice to wash my hair before the weekend because again normally because i arrive on thursday evening but i fly and i go straight after work I normally haven't had the opportunity to wash my hair since like Wednesday night because I don't do it in the mornings. It's too early before work. So Wednesday night till Sunday night is quite a long time. And I'm usually feeling pretty yucky. And, you know, dry shampoo can only do so much. So it was really nice to be like, oh, you know, just feeling fresh and clean. Can't That's lovely. It. I can't relate. Yeah. Anyone who knows me knows <laughs> that my hair woes are long behind me and um yeah no, they're just... not they're short they're gone they're not long behind you no they're There's internal nothing. they're going back in they're go they've gone back in but... they're, they're back in <laughs> they're growing out your chin now yeah they yeah they are actually yeah they are but uh anyway enough about personal grooming um final <laughs> part on friday uh friday morning so pre-timing um apparently word of the day is sunset i've written in the notes but we'll get to that well, you've just sunset. ruined it haven't you no, no, this is not the secret word. Do you know what the, the whole word, word of the day thing is? No, oh. no, this is the word of Why the day for Linda. Of the day? Well, the one I DM'd you earlier. Oh. oh. That one, yeah. Oh. That's our word for the podcast. Listeners, I know. 
He did not DM me a word. I, I was giving us a way out. Right, okay. I know you were, but I thought, I think, I'm trying to win their favour, you see, for the eventual takeover I do of this podcast. I hate you. So I'm, like, trying to get them on my side by, like, razzing on you. And, like, like showing you up. Right, moving on. I went to Tesco and got some chaos fruit at the end. <gasps> you said the word. No, it's not the word. Listen, this <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> cheeky is not the word. Cheeky Tesco trip to get chaos fruit. Um, yeah, so this event, I got a metallic chaos fruit due to some of the Ooh. big empire-wide spells that have been cast. Um, TLDR on those is that obviously some spells affect like you as an individual, some affect the territory, and then, of course, some affect the entire empire. Um, they mm. basically attune the entire nation, sorry, the entire empire to a certain realm, and they often have positive impacts. And because this was Autumn Realm, everyone got more money this time. Um, yeah, and Cambians some weird... had a special ab ability, I think. Yeah, they had like a free hero point and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. They had, to, yeah, under certain circumstances, but yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Chaos Fruit owners, such as myself, uh, we got a metallic fruit as well as a normal fruit. Um, it's basically like a plus six rank boost to uh, Autumn Realm rituals. It does seem that the, the chaos ah. fruits are basically just magical potions that have lots of equivalents yeah. for um, boosting rituals and stuff. Is the boring Ooh. way to approach it. I like to think Did of them as spicy yours? fun times. No, it's actually just stuck in my pouch. You know. How do you know what it does? Did someone don't... else use this? Oh, um, yeah. There's like words going around, so I'm, I think I'm reasonably accurate with that. Okay. I think the metallic just, fruit just thinking about E1 on the wiki. for one second because. We know what word going around about chaos fruit. We happen to know where many rumors can originate from and how swiftly that can travel. Are you sure that's what metallic chaos fruit does? It was covered on the wiki, so I know it's accurate. Okay. Uh, it wasn't another. It, it wasn't Chris someone else. Another part of the field <laughs> spreading rumors. It's spreading rumors about the high value of chaos fruit in order to sell them at a higher rate. <laughs> I can't believe that that backfired on you so much. It as did. Well. It did backfire, but I did. I made a decent amount of cash, but I, you yeah. know, could have made more. But who yeah. knows? Maybe it I could have made try. less. It's good fun. It was great. Yeah, market manipulation. It was like the Warren Buffett mm -hmm. of um of chaos fruit. Well, I mean, it wasn't just a metallic chaos fruit that you got though. No. So are we getting onto the uh, the chunky stacks? <laughs> chunky stacks. So we're both looking at the uh, the brief write up that we do to try and remember what on earth happened uh, and in both of our columns it says chunky stacks <laughs> <laughs> would you like to i mean without going into too much detail about everything talk about the chunky stacks yeah so um i was a drug dealer for e1 and e2 e1 was chaos fruit e2 was actual drugs e3 mm -hmm. was um well i'd placed a large order with some delightful trader for delightful traders from Axos, and I forgot how large an order I had placed. <laughs> so when I opened my player pack, oh my there God. was about a hundred lammies, fifty of each yeah. type of cat piss and the blue one, which I forget the street name for. Yeah. Basically, ones like shrooms, ones weed, and um, yeah. I just forgot. <laughs> so to just many lammies. Disgusting. <laughs> just holding that many. It was ungodly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, you pulled some out and then we were all like oh my god how do you have so many and then you went no 
this is half. <laughs> yeah, pull out the other <laughs> half, the bag's half swelling. Everyone's eyes are like wider than wide. And and I was very jealous. I want not necessarily because of the drugs, but I would like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Starting as an again as a new character, it's quite hard to, you know, grow wealth and whatever. And I made the unwise perhaps uh decision to be a priest and have a congregation um which is really sad because it means i don't have any money yeah but man i was jealous of all of your lammies they were delightful they were the proceeds it made me of, think about crime trade. it did yeah it made me think yeah. about like the crime the legitimate pays. like yeah i mean they're not illegal drugs that was the best part right because i don't I have no issue with playing a character who is a criminal. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't, I play many a D&D character who is a criminal. But I don't actively want to get caught doing illegal stuff mm. in character. Because I just don't. I want yeah. to be able you to know be how that as can end. plausibly deniable as possible. <laughs> I don't want to get stabbed by militia people to death. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I would like to live. Um... So I'm like, I'd like to try something sort of shady without being actively illegal and mm. something that will make me money quick. Yeah, that seems crime, to be crime or pseudo crime. From the drug scheme. Dishonesty, some might yeah. say, is, is totally game. And the thing is, there's nothing, as you just put it, there's nothing illegal about it. These have not been banned by, uh, well, by Conclave or by the Senate or anything like that. They're just yeah. a bit shady. Um yeah, they have a bit of a rep, but it's just like Goose Whisper. It has like, it's like doing some Goose yeah. Whisper. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, the Empire is very pro-drug. <laughs> we yeah. do Liao all the time. You that can, is a drug. <laughs> you can make your own Goose Whisper, dear citizens. You can actually go and learn it as an apothecary, and it costs like two crowns to make, maybe less. Ooh, it's super cheap, and it's on. I've never done any AC drugs, and I really, really wanted to. Um, except for reasons we'll get into later, uh, there was none accessible <laughs> when I was in possession of enough money to buy any. Yes. But I really that... want to, I want to try Goose Whisper. You were trying to understand what I meant. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, Goose Whisper requires a ref, so That's it's quite great. tricky it's to set fun. up. But, I think uh... people really, like, don't quite realize that we're basically just taking drugs every time you use Liao for things. Yep. It's it is that is the point of it, you know. But it's good fun. I want to do I want to get money and wealth and uh, maybe I'll have to do it with drugs. I don't know. Yeah. You can't just roll. They did people. look like so much fun. Yeah, but that feels like it will get me into trouble. Not if you do it right. Also it's not clever. I want to do something clever. I don't want to just rob people or mm. stab someone, you know? I wanna have a crime that's like think of like I don't know. A friggin... heist. Yeah, I wanna like the uh, the Ocean's Eleven style. Yeah, you like, know? Pre pretending you to be, be from like Axos or Yarm or something and like Selling yeah. cut price wains of mithril that don't exist, that kind of thing. Yeah, or like I don't know. You want to con people, or you want to you want to do something clever and get away with it. You want to do like I'm trying to think of a character who's an example, like from popular, like Moriarty, I guess, but not really. He's kind of a bit more evil, but that kind of vibe. Yeah, something a bit more fun. Yeah, 
like mustache twirly like oh i got away with it because i was charming it's, it's like an open secret for your criminal but there's no evidence no one will write you yeah. out in any case that's brought yeah. against you just falls falls flat something you have to plan and then you do it and you feel like you've actually achieved something because you put like you put in a lot of effort for it mm. and you got something out of that and it was clever and it was within the rules of the game and that was where the cleverness was i like i like that kind of planning and stuff as well uh so watch the space apparently i'm about to become a career criminal <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think you just convinced yourself there we all listened to your, I have, yeah. your, your fall from grace no one can use that against me i see that's meta knowledge thank you oh yeah yeah we're gonna be dropping plenty of that it's meant to <laughs> suddenly there's militia people just like dropping by talking <laughs> to me all the time what's going on with that <laughs> wow this episode has 300 percent extra views they're all from matt p mm. <laughs> <laughs> why are the magistrates got uh talk to isa like just top of their list all yeah. the time hmm. oh man but yeah but really good it. fun that was that was player pack time yeah it's sort of like friday afternoon didn't get to visit the traders because i want to get a hammer um i want to get a big meaty warhammer and call it girthquake um <laughs> that, that is I, I need to sort that out e4 so watch oh, this space God. girthquake will be entering the scene because we did have anus bane the long sword um unfortunately oh, has been out of commission for quite a while now for maybe three events yeah. it's just it's old it's like six years old that sword it's, it's longer than three three events. It hasn't. It wasn't in use all of last year. I haven't been I think using. It failed it. at E one last year. Was it failed at E one last year? Yeah, because no, I think it was the first one back after COVID. It was failed. You didn't use. You haven't used it since COVID. Damn. But I don't think yeah. I bothered some. Damn. All right. Yeah, it's been a long cool. time. Mike, do you know it's E four like next uh, weekend after next, Matthew? That's a whole oh year of love gone. Stop. It's 2023. Oh, it's nearly 2024, if you think of it I that know. way. Yeah, but so anyway, fun, existential crisis. Let's put that back in its box. Um, <laughs> drill. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. It was um, drill time. So we've mentioned this before, but um, the Thornborn that is Black Scar, that's the essentially sort of martial collective of Stridings and Settings. Um, that is known as Black Scar. We work together. We actually have uh, a banner now, a gonfalon, an actual magical banner, so that we are a mercenary banner. Um, but we also do training, which we've done since the beginning of the year now, I think, since he won. Yeah, since uh, since he won. And it's oh, it's awesome. It's before time in on a Friday, so it's a bit of like an extra uh, commitment. But everyone's really up for it. It's some different uh skills i guess different training and it just gets everyone in the mood to be really cohesive everyone's quite confident fighting now larp fighting in general so that really helps the general mood of everybody but it's just a nice way to kick things off it means that you get into mostly into kit by what three o'clock yeah it's it's a good hour it starts around 3 30 until you know, an hour or so later. It's intended it, it to varies. be two hours. Yeah, some, some of it, like, we get lots of breaks and, and stuff like that. Actual things. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a warm-up, as well as it's, like, a reiteration of actual calls and um, tactics that we might end up using. Yeah, calls, uh, as in not combat calls, but in this case, um, our orders, our shouted orders, calls, like, yeah. you know, charge, retreat, blah, 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 code words for that. Yeah, we, and... ch we change them sometimes, so it's good to reiterate them. And because we, you mean, 
it's a game. We have have different people that show up to play. It's a good way to have a quick practice with the people who are at that particular event. Yeah, so it's good for newbies suddenly to have get loads. chunked in. Yeah, if we have loads, then we suddenly we can go like, oh, maybe we'll split this event into two teams and these will be the leaders. And you can identify who's in charge. You can identify who you're fighting with for the rest of the event, that kind of thing. It's just a, a nice way to do it. Yeah, and I think you touched on the key word there is cohesion, where, uh, you know, during game time, you want to be getting on the game. So I know some people run training and stuff, and it's good. It gets people practicing how to um, how to fight, you know, using a spear, mm. using a sword, using a shield. But very hard to arrange during yeah. game. Hard to arrange, but that's mainly around individual skill. This, for us, is, mm -hmm. I think, what sets us apart from pretty much every other unit on the field, except maybe the Dunnings, is that we are drilling as a unit as opposed to an individual surrounded by other individuals yeah. it's yeah. group calls group marching we even go for a little group run uh, i've got the well goose, bat goose battalion <laughs> was outstanding on my on my list you were all the ducklings weren't you quack 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 yeah we went for a little run down murder alley and then we'd sprint it back wasn't up to the intended top. <laughs> because you were supposed to just run and do the whatever it was i think it was cheese it mm. and then come back but you just got you just kind of kept going and uh, there were a few of us who, who, because I'm being an archer, I'm not training in with the group. Um, and I was just sort of watching, and, and uh, Henry and I just sort of watched you go, and then you just left. <laughs> we were like, we could sort of hear <laughs> you in the distance took, going took around the songs and story circle, yeah. around the standing circle, coming, eventually coming back, and you were still running. <laughs> like, well done. You know what? Well done. Yeah, I've got a lot of energy at LARP, and Friday afternoon drill is a good way to like it's to it's to, it's to mm. pulling out the ripcord of them pulling the rip you gotta make sure you exercise your thorns you know yeah, yeah. just they need a good amount of they need walkies <laughs> they need ducklings <laughs> quack, quack, quack. it was very funny so if you saw a bunch of armored larpers running around um on friday before time in going quack 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 uh now you know why mm. Yeah, and you know uh, I'm sure it bonded you all together. <laughs> it does. It really does, actually. And especially if we have new people, they've like even never lapped before. Yeah. It breaks them in. You're like, cool. Get loud. Get emotive. These are your friends. Recognize mm -hmm. the faces. Um, you get a chance to practice like pulling your blows and things that you you really can't practice, and except if you're in a battle or someone's there showing you how to do it. Yeah, it's quite hard to go to the new player things because there's just so many new players now. So I, I, I'm really proud that you know how much investment and responsibility everyone takes in when they bring new people along, making sure that they're gonna get the best out of it. It's really nice. Mm. Yeah, got our keep our status up, keep us drilled and tight. Yeah, yeah. Goose Battalion, ten out of ten. <laughs> I think you're calling goose battalion. It was clearly ducks. Uh, so I don't know. We, they're at the aggression of geese. The aggression of geese. That that is true. Ducks with the aggression of geese. I can yeah. I can accept that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next? After that is uh, I've got rush into kit slash face paint, and yeah. time, time in. in. Oh yeah, you had the um, black scar meeting. We also do a meeting at like four thirty. No, five thirty. Just before time in. Um, just so that everyone can catch up, talk about anything that's on the agenda before everyone scatters to the Girth. winds. Girth is an important <laughs> agenda item. Um, make sure it's top of the list for all of your meetings at mm. E4. Thank you. Yep. Um, 
I don't know where that came from. Where did that come from? Um, so Gert is between Aaron, Keel, and Ben and I. It's been an in joke for a little while, ever since we went to uh-huh. Amsterdam last year, actually. Um, because oh, yeah. it's a fu- it's just a funny word, right? It's just a funny word. Yes, and then this flight attendant was putting Aaron's bag away, and unprompted, the attendant went, "Oh, it's quite a girthy bag, isn't it?" And we and we we just oh, no. fucking we fucking lost it. And it's just been a funny <laughs> oh, word no. since. And the the big joke is that girth is the eighth virtue of the empire, and it's yeah. all about being it's, like it's, mighty, it's broad, girthy. Heresy. Yeah. It's actually quite. It's, it's quite a flexible virtue. But it's, yeah, you've if, got a girthy it's pouch. It's as a joke, but it's really starting to catch on. Which yeah, is the dangerous part. It's like an all-in-one virtue because you've got like, oh, look at the girth on his, you know, on him. Like he's got a big money pouch, or you know, she's mm-hmm. just solar charged a shield wall, girthy move kind of thing. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. it's really it's like Taking you said, up it's really space. Yeah, it's, commanding it's, presence. Yeah, girthy Yeah, and we do have a champion of girth now, actually, within uh. In black scarf. Yeah, yeah, I suppose we do. <laughs> we do the table breaker, but oh, we'll come on to her next. Player. Well, I mean, right now because yeah, it's time. Well, in. No, we had that. We had the. Did we have the meeting first? Did your table situation kick off before? It was immediate uh, time in. <laughs> it was okay. it was pre-resolution of Larkin Arc. Yeah, go on yeah. then. Please explain to the the lovely folks at home why you owe someone a table right so we have a good friend called finn finn plays rifflin who's also in black scar uh, rifflin kraken's call great character great player 10 out of 10 would role play with yeah. repeatedly and have done for the last few years uh mm. they've got a lovely partner called boppy and boppy was brand new to empire this event yeah she finally came along yeah uh she, she did and unbeknownst to me <laughs> I was recommended as the person to basically attack as a way of like <laughs> breaking the ice, you know, because it's like your first LARP event. Like, oh, how do I talk to people? Anger. Anger at Lindy. Yeah. Uh, so she picks up a two handed bearded axe and uh, goes, You, I've been hunting you for the last three months. <laughs> and I'm like, What the fuck? I'm sat there, smug little bastard, as usual, with my little tankard, having a little drinky. And, uh, and, your, and your chunky stacks. Yeah, my chunky stacks. Feeling and really she, great about yourself. Yeah, and then suddenly there's this axe in my fucking nose. <laughs> just like I owe you, you know, you owe me a table. Just, just my... spouted it from across the camp and then just like was on you straight yeah, away. Like, Oi, yo! Yeah. And I was like, oh. So um, yeah, very confrontational. Loved it though because uh, it transpires that Finn had said to Boppy, "Chris is up for everything," which is true. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. do it. He'll roll with it. And mm-hmm. uh, like with any good in- like improv, it's yes and. So I was like, yeah, I broke your table. Didn't realise you were going to, you know, chase me about. Are you in love with me? Kind of thing. It's nice and sarcastic. She comes back with, my father was conceived on that table. <laughs> and I was like trying to do the maths in my head. I was like, ah, oh, okay, no, that doesn't mean what I think it means. Your father was not born on that <laughs> table. Your father was conceived on that table. Uh, oh, talking about man. the fine Miara and Wood. shout out to Boppy, who, um, among all of this, is so in character, has thrown herself into the deep end mm. in an amazing way, and is fully committing to this whole bit. Yeah. Just the perfect vibes. Yeah, fucking wait for me. Incredible. Yeah, so basically, uh, some adversarial Everyone role play laughing. later. 
we have a contract where I owe her one table or three thrones, and there's an asterisk next to it. There is the asterisk doesn't lead anywhere. It's my get out of jail clause. But somebody, <laughs> Tiki, <laughs> decided <laughs> to write down what the asterisk meant on the back of the contract post signature. Oh, so, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so every time it gets brought up and I don't pay Boppy. Contract fraud. Yeah, I owe another like two crowns or something. So I think oh I'm near. God. I think I'm nearly at four thrones now for this table that I allegedly broke in downtime. It's like your own rule. written version of a freezing brand, except it doesn't cause you pain when you're asked <laughs> about it. It causes you financial problems. It does. Yeah, it degrades the girth of my purse, and mm -hmm. it's it's a problem. It's anti girth. That's very unvirtuous. No, it's it's anti girth indeed. So um, mm -hmm. that was, you know, six o'clock. Maybe 15 yeah. seconds passed. Axe in the face. That calms down. And then we turn to a large group meeting and a little bit of yelling, don't we? Mm. And this was exciting because uh, for those of you following along the journey, um, my... That's nobody. That's nobody. <laughs> Shut up. I can, I can believe it. I can dream. So basically my character Larkin died at E1 um, for various reasons of battle. Death. Two Sentinel Gate, Died big deal. I got a very bad case of death. Terminal, in fact. Mm, oof, oof, terminal death. Yikes, oh, that's bad. I know. Yeah, real lethal, that one. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> last one, E2, I came back briefly as Larkin for my Whispers from the Black Gate to drop the spicy, spicy information, um, which I don't know. What would, do you reckon? Do I say it or do we leave it? Because it's not like super well known. But so it's pretty well known. Like, so there are other podcasts. It's kind of it's it's Black Scar internal information, kind of. And if you've heard it elsewhere, that's because you know the people who know that information. Yeah, there are other podcasts, not naming any names, uh, that <laughs> reference some stuff we've done over the weekend, and they've left it. Like they've said, there are other podcasts. Go talk to them. So I feel like yeah. we're. We're obliged. Well, we're just going to bounce it back. We're, no, no, we're obliged now to spill the beans. We've been cornered, uh, intellectually we cornered. We can't just like forever say there's a, other podcasts until like. Well, there are other podcasts, like, but they will not no talk other about podcasts, this. So can't <laughs> say it. Yeah, right. So basically, um, there was a, a. No one knew how I died. Um, I see. No one knew how I died. OCs. But I mean, they knew how I died. It was to the Jotun. But no one knew. The real details that I did. Um, yeah, we all thought it was Caro. Yeah, everyone thought because I'd, I'd, you know, in my sort of post-death splurge, been like, oh man, it was really, uh, I guess, ironic in a way. The last person I remember seeing, like uh, I see, and I guess I see, was um, lovely Rob, who played Caro, plays Caro, plays Caro, um, who present tense, present tense. <laughs> he plays Caro, um, who at the time was general with me. Uh, before my death um and it was kind of a bit spicy like oh everyone was going oh bring it up at the whispers it'll be really like maybe it'll set something off <laughs> meanwhile i'm sitting on the information that i i actually oc had a pretty solid um argument for someone else to be responsible for my death a certain senator a spicy a certain ex-senator a certain current general current general uh great friend and a very well-known uh imperial hero rizart dancewalker 
who had been the field marshal for that battle, um, essentially asked... So I'm, I'm going to tell you the actual story because no one seems to remember the real details. I am hearing this whole debacle about we've only got five minutes left before the gate closes. That whole situation. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, we're getting people out. People are leaving. Um, I got the egregores out. I think I turned to Blackscar and I said, it's done. We're finished. Leave. I, I can say this because Larkin has impunity now because she is dead. Yeah, it's no, it's no longer current game, so go nuts. It's not, exactly. Um, and there's no reputation to ruin because no one knows the Sicy. Uh, but yeah, one of the last things I said, get Blackscar out. I said that to Lothie. I said, just leave. Go. Just leave. I want to know that you have all made it out safely. That's that's a responsibility that I have right now. Because she was still a black scar. Um, but then on towards the back of Navarre, uh, I see Rizart, uh, Field Marshal, and some of his team. And he turns to me and he's in his mode of super focus. And I was like, Rizart, you know, everyone's leaving. We've got to get out. Um, you know, Wintermark is crumbling. I, We're all going down at this point. And he goes, hold the flank. I need you to hold the flank. And, and headed off. I was like, uh, I guess I'm holding Yes, Daddy then. was up. Right away, Daddy was up. <laughs> I mean, in, in this moment, all of Navarre is gone. Yeah. The whole of Navarre had already gone through. Rizart was on the furthest out point. So that by the time he got to me to say that, I am one of the last people on the field. Everyone else has come. Wintermark has basically left. Well, and I mean, he that's said, not surprising. hold the flank. Right, and I stepped forward to try and hold this flank, and one of the first things I saw was Kit's character Halak go down uh, to a cleaved leg, and I'm like, "Well, I'm holding the flank," and that's a good friend of mine. So I ran over there to Rip try and get him up, and that was the end of it. Really, I mean, there's more detail, but there's nothing. No, the rest of it's not really that important. I think what if we go back matter, a couple episodes, we do cover that. Probably, yeah. But, the, the, I mean, I think probably not, because it was only last event. No, the, the event before last, to be fair, where I actually got the whispers and the thing that I managed to say, I see, because I'm so proud of myself. I didn't tell a single one of you. You did not. We, like, Caro was either. there, and we were ready. We actually had a Hessian sack to put yeah. his proverbial head in. They were in. like, we're going to We're, we're going to sack go him. We, we're going to beat we him. We want someone to, to, to dump get him in a ditch. Larkin's death. We're going to get Caro. Yeah. You're so ready. You'd had the little heads up. And then I say, it was Rizart that told me to stay back. And everyone's faces was like, blank. Completely like, what? It, it was amazing. It really threw us, yeah, because we were like, well, yeah. what the fuck do we do? Like, yeah. that's different, you know? Dude, and it's your, like, someone pretty beloved within your group. And it was just such a, he wasn't there, he wasn't at that event. Yeah, which made it hard. It, it landed quite, because he wasn't it, there, there wasn't like someone we could immediately turn our anger on. I know, but that's what it was. And it was like, oh. so uh, that, that's a very roundabout way of getting yeah. <laughs> yeah, fast forward to E3, he arrives, of course. And uh, yeah, he was he was shamed for his actions. Um, and they demanded an explanation for it. And he had the most incredible run. Because mm. Lothie was like, you, you let her die. Blah, blah, blah. You, in fact, you caused her to die. You didn't just let her die. You know? Why would you put her in that situation? All that kind of thing. And Rizart had this 
blistering speech. I mean, I was kind of standing off listening to this as a character who didn't really know what was going on. Loving it, of course, as Dave is getting onto his big rousing speech moment getting quite angry like really he, angry he was yeah his argument was pretty sound as well because it was like it was you know she's a soldier soldiers die I, yeah get over it guys I, come on I would have asked the same of any of the rest of you mm. you know oh it was it was a good speech he said later but it helped him really get into the mood for everything and the general elections later and everything so that's nice i'm glad that helped, that helped. but yeah it was like oh Okay, and who should walk in at that time? Talus Ashbourne. Talus Ashbourne, <laughs> who apparently they, they had been sending some uh, nasty letters to each other regarding these circumstances of my death. Um, but having heard this speech of Rizard's, Talus was like, okay, I kind of see where you come from. And Rizar, having heard obviously all about the freezing brand and everything, was like, okay, I do kind of respect like that you've taken responsibility for all this. And they sort of tentatively made up. Oh no, they hugged him. Was he really was like the cool... only. Yeah, it was a cool tense moment though. It was like, ooh. Like, what's going to happen here? There's yeah. um, Talos and I needed to have a word about things. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, he turned up at the most poignant moments he possibly could have. But it was yeah. good. I believe cause... Rizart's words were, "What is Talis fucking Ashbourne doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was a really cool way to start. It felt very in the moment. Um, it went quite nicely into. I mean, we had standing. Standing was sort of. It wasn't the most exciting standing I've ever been in. There wasn't loads to talk about, which was kind of nice in a way, because I hadn't really been concentrating on any of it. There wasn't much Navari plot um, for E3, which is fair, because no. we, we get the lion's share. We cannot be ungrateful. But there was yeah. fuck all for Navarre this event, apart from one very, a couple of very spicy skirmishes. But that was it. Yes. That was it. Yeah, that's all leading into E4 stuff, really. Oh, um, yes. But so we, we basically pretty much from there went into Thorns Council and the general elections. Yeah. Um, there is the side note here, the birth of Standing Knife Fighting Club. Um, I wasn't part of this, but apparently is? there is now a knife fighting club behind the standing circle during standing. That's it. What? Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Yeah, I've been reliably informed. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that exists. So if you fancy, you, you know, know, crossing blades pre Thorns Council, standing's the place to be. Standing knife fighting club. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to keep an eye out for that because yeah. I that sounds wild. Yeah. So uh, but then we went to councils. Did indeed. Oh damn! I was actually going to run this time. Uh, on retrospect, kind of glad I didn't. Mm -hmm. Because my argument was somewhere between. A couple of the candidates, but it wasn't as strong as either one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually arrived what felt like five minutes late, but I think according it was going to you, right? Like thirty seconds yeah. behind. Because I've been so helping angry some... at yourself, and I was like, I was, dude, I was fucking just limited, man. started. <laughs> I, I hold just high started. standards for myself, and when I let them, when I let myself down, it's the most devastating sadness. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, the yeah, I was helping some people. It was Blackthorns. Yeah, Blackthorns, big Navarre army. As in, quite literally girthy. Uh, it's a large. Awesome. It's a girth army. Very virtuous. <laughs> and uh, it can. It's fast as well, so it doesn't have a movement yeah. limit, right? So yeah. girthy in speed and in size. So yeah, it's quite. It's, it's awesome. Quite there, a virtuous there is, army. Um, 
the doubled movement speed. It's um it's a pretty cool army. Um it was a spicy army last year because it was only last year, uh literally a year ago, that um they had the elections where a uh, fellow Black Scar member, Clay, who had been the general for two years, I think. Yep. Very lost to Caro. Well liked general. Lost to Caro, yeah, indeed. Um, after some other plot things that happened uh, rather unexpectedly, but there you go. Um, so Kara had done a good, um, you know, a good whole year. Mm -hmm. uh, but there were other people that wanted the title. Said earlier mentioned Rizard Darkswalker being no longer a senator kind of fancied it too. So he stood. <laughs> and uh, OC, we love Dave. I don't know if you'll listen to this. Hi, if you're listening. You smell. Yep. But he's also got a massive OC skill of good public speaking. And there are certain roles within the Empire, general being one of them, I would argue, that do uh, suit people who have good public speaking, good kind of politicking skills. Yeah, LARP is a because game of hard skill, and this is one of them. Yeah, it's it's what's well, more of a soft skill to be honest. But yeah, it's it's an emotional quality. It's it's essentially you are a military politician. It's not best fighter. It's politician, but for armies. Yeah, you've got to be electable. You've um, got to be able to speak. You know, talk uh, talk clearly to a large group of people confidently. Yeah, and succinctly as well. Yeah, you got to convince them all to, to vote for you, and then you've got to do a pretty good job because it's a big job. Um, I think I went into detail. I did. I on another podcast spoke about military council. Someone. Traitor. Um, I know. Well, you know when you get asked. No, it was good fun. No, I um, don't. But... Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> you have the power here. You can ask whoever you want. No, but it was interesting talking about military council. That one of the things that was agreed is for military council and senate in particular those two there are others that require <clears throat> a lot of knowledge but those two in particular need a really big commitment from you as a player <clears throat> into the oh god my throat oh no it's not girthy enough it's too tight um yeah you you need a lot of information you need to know it you can do these things without that. You can go in completely fresh and just see what happens. You can do that. I don't think anyone would have the best time going into it that way. I think it's recipe for a not very good time. But you can do it. So if you have the ability to quickly learn things or you already know the mechanics, etc., and you're good at speaking, it's a kind of a really natural fit. It's an easy choice. Um, and Rizart, having lots of experience in Senate, uh, yeah, was a very, very good powerful speaker. speaker. Good logical argument yeah. of basically, let's finish our breakfast and actually wipe out the Jotun in a decisive yeah. move. Confidently he had said. Good answers. Mm -hmm. yeah, good, good way of talking to the Thorns who vote for it. Very there were emotive. a few others. There was like, I think, five that stood for it. Yeah, two total, two total, not total newbies, but two first-time standers who'd never been to yeah. the tent before. I think one of them was a Navarre captain, the other one I didn't recognise. Um, there yeah. was Clay as well. Caro obviously stood again, and then Riz. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and Maddock. And Maddock, yeah, Maddock again. Um, Wait, did he? Actually, no, he didn't. 
It feels like he I was don't there. think he stood for it. No, no, he did. I don't think he, he was there. But I felt that there was six. I don't. Oh, maybe he... that's bad, isn't it? If we no, can't no, remember, no, no, you no, were he there. definitely didn't. He definitely didn't stand for for this one. Okay. Well, there's definitely yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of people standing. There, there was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as usual, these elections, they do try and be quick paced about them. Drags a little bit, but we get to the voting and Rizart wins with a overwhelming majority. Uh, the queue is stretching yeah, back into win. the uh, into the forest. Mm -hmm. Very satisfying. Yeah. Um, a few accusations of Black Scar being a voting block because we were kind of stood at the back uh, choosing our candidate, which is basically going to be There were two Black Scar or... candidates, so they basically got to pick between the two. But yeah. we've said this before. We don't vote as a block in the sense that you are told who to vote for and that's what you do. Yeah. We vote in a block because there's a lot of us that want to vote for the same people, but there's no requirement to vote for... We're yeah, very careful we voted against about each other. the way we use our power. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we have done that. We're not coherent we enough We are very careful. <laughs> there is certainly, I can see why people think that way, but we're very aware that that could start to become a thing, and that's not something, that's not the way that we want to play the game. Yeah, that's I want to say not we're not power gamers, but we do have quite a few hats in the group, so yeah, but independently, difficult to defend. <laughs> but yeah, completely independently, they they those are not ones that Black Scar have just voted in. They're people who've earned those votes independently of Black Scar. True, just True. so happens. I mean, we're quite a large Thornborn for one thing, um, but it's 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 a mix of OC skill match and <clears throat> commitment and and. People wanting to go for that because not everyone wants to go for a hat, of course. No, but sometimes yeah, it's result, thrust result. upon you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're not watching out for it, and yet it comes. Yeah. So um. <laughs> we'll get there later. Yeah. Riz wins. Anyway, I turned. <laughs> I, yeah, I turned around and I testimonied Riz because when I, as Larkin, won, uh, they gave me a testimony, and I got very weepy about it, and it was really nice. So I made. My goal was to do the same. I did. I almost got him to tear up. Nice. Like, yes. Yeah, he was happy. He was very happy about that. Didn't expect it. He was it. delighted. Yeah, he was really delighted. It was a good speech. It was a good um, session. I, I'll say something slightly controversial. Please do. This is the Bear Dead Shatter Song Diaries. We're already dead. What can they do to us? Yeah. Um, I, so obviously, there I mean, were two we could be cancelled. candidates. We could. <laughs> We absolutely could. You keep, just keep recording. Oh, okay, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they, they were there were two new candidates um, who stood, two new players who stood, and both of them stood and said, "I don't think I'm ready for this, or I don't think I'm going to get it, but I'm standing for the experience, right? Uh, or to get my name out there." I think was the specifics, and I completely respect that. I I think it's a good way to to do it. What I do think is that when you have five candidates, we don't have a lot of time for these things. If you're standing just to get your name out there, I think that what you what would be best, and it would it would be a great way to run these elections, is for them to do their initial speech of this is who I am and why I want it, and then to sit down and not answer all the questions. Because there was not anything that could be added to the rest of the voting. Um there just wasn't. They couldn't say anything in answer to those questions that the other people hadn't already said. I think the real determiner, I mean? if you want to 
dear listeners, if you want to be in the in the military game, is go to military council tent. Um, yeah. From a person who well, hasn't done that. Well, one of them is now an adjutant. Yeah, 100% of the people I see go into that tent end up in either adjutant or general roles. And mm-hmm. within like one or two summits, it's we have a pretty high turnover for generals. So our most experienced one has yeah. <laughs> two summits under their hat. In fact, oh, there's a joint, uh, joint first for most experienced is is given by, uh, is owned by Sol and by Owen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you want to get into the game, it's easy. They die lots. Just go to the tent and find out. <laughs> and then you can stand up and say, yes, I go to the it military council the tent. Way. I take part in the game. I know what I'm doing. I've had some practice. Boom. Yeah. You're in. Easy. I think it's more just a, it's a big game. We know there's some scaling issues. And I commend and encourage people to put their name out there, get their faces out there. It is the best way to start things like that. But I do think that when it comes to a, quite a time-limited election, there's a point where you can do that part and get that PR and then step out and let the rest happen um without sort of just impeding a little bit it sounds mean i know this sounds mean that's why i said it's slightly controversial this is very much my opinion on what would be the most efficient way of doing it i'm a bully and i hate people (laughs) um i hate joy and passion and enthusiasm no i love the enthusiasm i really do i think it's fantastic i want to see more of it i just know that there are things like elections take so much time you need civil servants you have to get things like particularly the general's elections we have a very strict deadline of general's elections they have to be done by 7 30 because you have to then get down to the hub be instated with all of the senators so that's already a difficult get everyone down there and then you have to make it to military council before eight by eight o'clock so it's a really tight turnaround so Although it feels like probably the best way to, to, to do that, I think when you've got something like a senator's elections, it's a much more wide open it's less time, uh, time scale to do it. Yeah, the but general's yeah, elections. Your, um... it, it's a problem we have of the general's elections anyway. But yeah. there you go. On to more wholesome things. I still commend them. <gasps> what? There's yeah. more wholesome things? There is more wholesome, yeah, because we were trying to do the whole weekend in a single episode. we gotta, we got to step up the pace. Oh, we do. We've got yeah. half an hour left. <laughs> One day we'll have an episode without talking about the military council. I swear to God. But it not. is not this day. It's my love, my first yeah. love. <laughs> um, general election aside, we go to the Navarches election. Basically, oh. uh, I'll, I'll read you out what I've written on my notes and leave it there. My God, the sweetest and purest thing I've ever seen. I need a bottle of that vibe to get humanity through the darkest of days. It sounded really nice. Yeah, it was uh, a very friendly election. It was like 15 of us who picked from Silver and one of the Iron Hill. Oh, I've forgotten the player's name. Oh, I'm a bad person. Fuck. Anyway, shit. Um, it was a very close election. Is it Bramble? Is it Bramble? Uh, oh, not confident enough to say yes or not. I think it might be Bramble. All right, let's go. Let's go with code name Bramble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no. yeah, she ran against uh, Silver. Silver won by one vote, which is like just the most perfect victory because no one feels bad about that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, Silver's been uh, sort of like the figurehead for the Navarchers for quite a while now. Totally deserved the it, role. It was deserved, very but deserved. But Bramble's yeah, been putting, codename Bramble has also been putting loads of effort in as well. <laughs> and there's now two IC for the Navarchers. And it all worked out very well. And like the speeches they gave were very concise, simple, clear goals, very honestly were better than some of the general speeches, let's be blunt. And I can believe it. 
one of the questions I got to ask was, what's your favourite colour of fletching? That was <laughs> that was the style of election this was. You and it was outstanding. Yeah, it was brilliant. So Navarchers, once again, hey, uh, favourite gang to Chris, hang out did with. You, did you hear about um, Scarecrow? Scarecrow? No, right, no, no, you're not doing this to me. Not, not doing the outstanding in this field. Bullshit. <laughs> if you want to really annoy Chris, or Please. probably Lindia, I Both. see, anytime he, and you do like this word, that's why it works, anytime he says outstanding, ask him about the scarecrow. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to tell you. Just ask him about the scarecrow. It's been my word for the last like three months now, like outstanding. <laughs> um, maybe it's, it's a work so thing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> purest thing i've ever been to <laughs> that election yeah it sounds pretty nice oh, i said it again fuck you did, you uh, did. <laughs> moving yeah. on no it was really good it's a nice election it's nice to have that um kind of thing the Navajos has been on the up and up for ages and it's really it's just good it's just yeah. good stuff they do have basically guns the in ring. the fantasy setting it's up yeah, yeah. I nearly said it again. Fuck. <laughs> um, we did go down to the range. We did go down to the we range. Did. Had a little toddle around. And then. I think. I don't know. You didn't go to the range straight away because I went down to the range. I forgot um, my bow. <laughs> yeah, you came down. And, and it was sort of heading towards twilight. It was lovely. They'd booked out the archery range, the amazing archery range, which, like, big kudos. I don't know who runs it. I the never jackdaws. saw them. Oh, one of the jackdaws from the, jack the league. Doors. There okay, are they... other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but they did an amazing job. And it was it's such a nice little um initiative. Like it was so much fun to practice. Uh it got me really confident I was borrowing a different bow once again, forever borrowing bows. But it was really nice to practice and, and talk to other people about archery and stuff like that and have a, a range set up. But it was just it was just wholesome. And then you showed up. Yeah, I showed up. Maybe got one round down range, and mm -hmm. then some mysterious cloaked figures some approached me and cornered me. <laughs> and at that point, we're going to go into redacted. Oh, we have a is, redacted. That is a very, very active, spicy, very active game. aggressively yeah. PvP plot um, that mm -hmm. will play out as it plays out. But... You may see on your screens or hear about in your ears uh, in the future. Yeah, indeed. Oh, you will hear about it because it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna end messily one way or the other. But um, yeah, yeah. The uh, cloaked figures, very cool. Couple uh, couple chaps from High Guard, sort of lurking around behind the forge, looking dead shady, and I loved it. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well. Okay, that was that. And then you went straight to the honeypot? Yeah, so I'd... Uh, this is part of Redacted, but I'd, there's been a lot of letters flying around between E2 and E3 about certain things and what to do about them. I'd organised to meet a lot of people at the honeypot at sundown, which is a real edgy and imprecise time to give people <laughs> for a fucking meeting. So anyway, I show up like at no, no, night. No, you didn't say sundown, you said sunset, which Sorry, is kind sunset. of a period of time. Yeah, it's, it's even even worse, right? It was just like, when the sky goes orange, I'll be gambling. And it's like, I'm pretty well, sure you said to me at one point, oh, I need to be there at sunset. And sort of looked at the sky and went, it kind of is sunset. And you were like, oh, I'll be there in 10 minutes. It'll yeah. still be sunset. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I knew that the fallacy of what I was preaching, but uh, mm -hmm. I got there eventually. And I, it turns out, at the end of the event, I hadn't missed anyone, but it felt like I had because there was oh, about good. six 
people who wanted to meet me. And the honeypot, best gambling den in Varushka, TM, yeah, is really, really good place. the gang house. Yeah, and um, I missed all of them. We need to start all bringing our own up. chairs. We should. I mean, we do have our own chairs, but they've got nice chairs, you know. Yeah, we want to fit more people around the table. Yeah. So um, that didn't matter, though. Uh, the fact that my meetings didn't show up because we had we turned it into an opium den um, it was great <laughs> I had a girthy pack of drugs and I'd forgotten because I forgot my notebook this event what the hell they did so we just experimented on each other so uh, I put five thrones on a bar tab and then started dishing out drugs uh, to the gang Amazing. so everyone started getting giggly and high we were just having drinks and a good chat then the because we're good friends at Honeypot, we got to actually run our own game of blackjack. And uh, mm, I got to be the dealer yeah, for it. And it just felt like such a up. gang, you know? It just felt like such a gang. And it was so mm-hmm. fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. We did get a... Yeah, because what, what Black Scar want to be like, it's, it's from my perspective anyway, is if anyone has ever seen, and I hope you have, um, the 1980s vampire movie The Lost Boys... I'm pretty sure that's basically what Black Sky would like to be as a vibe. That's the sort of rough and ready, maybe slightly bad, but also kind of fun. Yeah, we're definitely not on the... I know you don't. I'm speaking only to the people who listen who've seen that movie. We want to be the last boys. Yeah, the the actual OG Black Scar was based off of Dog Soldiers, which is an awesome werewolf Mm. shoot-em-up film. Um, But that's, that's more old school than... I'd say what it's evolved into nowadays. But yeah, we're definitely not yeah, on the good end of the spectrum. We're not evil. No. You know, what we're doing is certainly the right thing, but the way we approach it is very neutral. So, you know, one one moment will be single handedly defeating Jotun, and on the other hand we'll be, you know, shooting up loads of drugs inside <laughs> a gambling den. And uh it's just part of the balance, the yin and the yang. But speaking of balance, uh, we saw Nun in one of Tiki's hands, uh, who plays Blythe now. Well, sorry, his name's Henry. He used to play a character called Tiki. We only know We've him through LARP, so his else. name is just Tiki. And now his name is Blythe, which is very jarring, because you're only allowed one yeah. name, right? But anyway, <laughs> um, he got a quad four. He pulled out a pair of fours, split, pull another one, a four, split it again, got another four. And then he won two hands, lost two of those hands. But it was the most outrageous hand of blackjack I've ever seen. We're just screaming. That. that was absolutely insane. Yeah. The fourth one, I think, floored us all. Yeah, like people like started no stepping outside for like air. It was yeah, it was crazy. It was mad. Absolutely crazy. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It was we, good times. And the rat was there. The rat, the yeah. Rat. The busty rat. Uh we also yep. had our Dornish friend, uh, who had robbed at E two in front of his partner, I believe, um, mm. for Two Thrones. He came back, and he started gambling with us, and he started he talking. recognised you. Yeah, he was like, hey, it's you. Hey, and then... you robbed me. But that's the thing, I'm not I sure. I see, he was like, hey, you robbed me. And then to, I think you said, wait, which Dornish one? <laughs> yeah, do you which have any idea how little that narrows it down? <laughs> I got to pull that line, and it was, oh, it was outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah it was a good time it was yeah. it was it was a very nice night it was good yeah. fun it was just a nice sort of environment it, this is what i mean i feel like this event was really just a nice time there was just a lot of like wholesome kind of getting together 
being friends again, etc. You know, that kind of thing. But all I see, which was really nice. Mm. It just felt like there was time for it this time. Yeah. And uh, we had a couple of other randoms who joined us who were very cool. Um, forgotten their names. Don't even know what nation they're from. They were just cool. One had an eye patch mm -hmm. and had a yeah. fantastic singing voice, I think. Or they were a poet. They were the ones singing the rat song that we had heard earlier on in our, in our travels. Yes. Oh, that happened on that happened on Thursday. Is that Thursday? Yeah, right, Thursday. Thursday night yeah. we were walking up from Traders. And <laughs> if, if you haven't gathered, Chris has got a bit of a rat thing. I love rats. They're so cool. It's just sort of a rat thing, right? One day I'm going to buy you a rat. It's going to happen. It would honestly be the best. It's on present. my list of things yeah. to do. It wouldn't even but have a cage. It would just we live were... in my house. It would, be, it would just be your friend. Yeah, it would just be a bro. <laughs> but you, we were standing like in Traders in the dark and we hear from the darkness someone singing a song and we kind of catch the word rat. And I think neither of us really believed that they were singing about rats straight away. And then after all, we were like, oh my gosh, it's a, it's a song about rats. <laughs> it's amazing. Turned out the next day, they were the singers. Yeah. It was so I weird. had to look at you like, so then you did that actually happen? Did that actually happen, yeah. Matty? Like, we were standing there going, no, they're not singing a rat song. I can't believe, actually, we should have run after them and been like, wait, what are the mm. lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> Fate has a way of bringing those who belong together together. And the honeypot was Chris the, and rats. the sinkhole of fate. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the rats ended up. It yeah, is, it was yeah. good. It was really Best nice. Rat then. Yeah, and then we got I to hope, have um... our walk around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't remember why this was. I think everyone ran off and we kind of just were slower than the others because you were helping pack up and stuff. Yeah. And we just went for a wander. And it was, it was just walk around. I think we went up to God because you wanted to get the thing hallowed. And I had. Yeah, um, get my first hallowing stuff. to support the skill. I wanted a ribbon. Yeah. Yeah, you were trying to hallow the bow. Yeah, conviction. Yeah. What a name. Well, so. It starts with we're going up to God so that Chris could do hallow his bow to uh, what I thought was going to be courage. Yeah. Yeah. Only to find out he was never dedicated to anything. Nope. So you had hallow, but you couldn't dedicate it to any of the virtues. I can dedicate. And I had been desperately waiting for an opportunity to dedicate someone to pride. And you were probably writing it off of my list. So right there in the God queue, um, I mean, I didn't do the, the dedication. I could see the, the hesitation on the poor uh, member of crew's face as I was like, and I am going to do the, the um, what's it, the... the virtue, but it's not uh, to dedicate Oh my God, you. what's it called? Anoint? It's not the physical. What's, what's, the, what's the performance Ritual? Called? Yeah, but like in a mechanics way. Role play? That's it, role play. The role play. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do the role play outside of the gate. So got you to Pride, and then you hallowed it to a frankly amazing option. Mm. I, I think it's better than any of the Courage ones would have been. Yeah. Um, and I named your bow as well. Yeah. Conviction, really the longbow. Very cool. Conviction, Conviction the longbow. You feel the need to leave to what you believe to be right or something like that? Mm. Or your options are, all, are the correct ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is, it's quite your funny. It's, it's the your actions are the, the right ones, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm right, you're wrong, but yeah. I'm also a sniper rifle. It's a dangerous one for both Lindy and Chris OC to have. Yeah. Uh, as, a, 
<laughs> it does give me uh, legal agency to do what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a Ron Swanson I do what I want card. Yeah. <laughs> just look at the hallowing here. I've got this. <laughs> but it was cool. And then we just wandered around up through the marches, uh, looked down over the lights, listened to all the noises. Uh, it was just nice. If you get a chance, stand at the top uh, edge of the marches and look down over the whole of the field at night, maybe eat early evening time. And just listen to the voices and sounds. You can hear songs and stories. It was amazing. I think we sat for, we, we stood there for like two or three minutes just in dead silence. Mm. It was amazing. That's what it's about. Profound. Very profound. We didn't decide anything though. No, we did not. Decisions had already been made. Yeah, the decision had been made to do something profound, apparently. But yeah, uh, yeah that was uh, an outstanding view. And it led us into the VAR again. Uh-huh. To the sound of bombs. <laughs> well, well, not the sound of the word bomb. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because, oh, that was, was that when we heard? I suppose. Yeah, I it's Friday night because we did the battle on the Saturday, yeah. right? We did, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, we did. <gasps> it was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, we also did the tarot. Was that that Oh night? my gosh, no, th this Friday? is Balthazar the Winter. We've missed a whole section. Was that Friday, though? I'm not sure. It might have been Saturday early No, because it was on my list to do, and I did it after the Honey Pop, because Saturday was just a... But because um, Saturday was night was maybe it was that certain place that you love so much. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, no, oh, a Friday no. night we went to the Grapevine because as yep. as of last summit, I've never been there. Yeah, Gwen, uh, you know, attempted assassination. Uh, they wanted mm -hmm. part of the story. They owed me a pint. Went there, got a pint, mm -hmm. got a tarot reading from Ada, which is very cool. I um, yeah, the tarot readings were really cool. Yeah, um, I can't remember mine being very. Oh, no, no, it was impactful. But um, yeah. we'll leave that. <laughs> the um, the big Why thing was a song no. that they sang about... Oh, my gosh. The most incredible, like, OC. This guy was amazing. Mm. He had a As great a voice. Yeah. Um, he just was singing Song, which is about the name of their chapter, Balthazar's Vineyard. No, no, it was about the, the founder of their chapter, Balthazar yeah, but the I think it's... Vinter. But I think their chapter is called Balthazar's Vineyard. Is it? I think. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure. That sounds too nice for High Guard. Well, it's what it is. Huh. Uh, it might not be, but I'm pretty sure it's something like chapter that. Chapter of the Shattered um... Grape is more, more <laughs> their vibe. <laughs> it's a bit more there. But it was so nice. The song was amazing. The two of us were sort of standing in the middle of this clump of people. We started singing along. Just pure joy. It was just Friday. This is what I mean. It was just a pure joy. Mm. Nothing better. We're just drinking in the atmosphere, singing along. Uh, you had to like pound your fist on the table at some point, didn't you? Oh, I vaguely yeah. remember. Oh, it was really good. God, that was cool. That was so cool. It, it was spontaneous, yeah. not planned. Beautiful bit of timing. Yeah. 10 out of 10 it was experience. Like a movie scene. It was a movie scene. Someone was yes. like, oh, sing the song. And the guy was like, ah, yeah, okay. And they started singing the song, and we were just there, you know, main character in a movie moment. So cool. Yeah. And then we sat outside, got our tarot readings, uh, were besieged by some orcs. 
Yeah, uh, some recognisable orc. Yeah, one of them was very recognisable, um, who we know quite well. The other one I didn't know, um, but uh, had a little pig. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> a little, <yeah. laughs> sort of like, squeaky toy pig. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. It was so funny. And then... Uh, I believe he confirmed to me that he did not have any Jotun ancestry, or did not have any Druze ancestry or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or didn't have any Jotun ancestry, I don't remember. But I just remember saying, yeah, no, actually, me neither. <laughs> and he just gave me a look of, huh? Oh, <laughs> funny. <Yeah. laughs> it was an amusing moment. Can confirm, Isa does not have any Jotun heresy. Her- um, oh my gosh. Druze. God, you really hit the heresy, answers, don't you? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm trying to say ancestry heritage heresy Heresy was all that was coming out i just wonder what that says about me but yeah that's it and then and yeah then we got back and we found out that the plan for the next day was we had to get bombs (laughs) it is the most (laughs) somewhere it it must be said that um this year the last couple of events have been fun right for the battles but and the this and our entirely unqualified quite opinion. New. I think it's because PD game more confident post COVID. They're happy to do crazier things. They've got the player base like up to a safety level, like with experience. I don't know, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Uh, they they can they've managed to find someone to rent the monster suits off again. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, there's also there's, there's there is so a much new going on. head of monster. Is there? So ah, they're making the stamp there's on other it. ideas, you know, it's cool. Yeah, so there's been loads of monsters going around and also funny objectives. And this funny objective was that um, a herald, sorry, no, a, an eternal had basically dumped a load of IEDs, uh, improvised explosive devices, at a Reggio, and we had to go and close a mountain no. pass with it. Chris, they were making them on the spot. Oh, even better. Even better. They had to wait. We had to go in, had to find defend those a bomb heralds, factory. and then they were making them. That's yeah. where High Guard were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, um, they made these. So they were basically big water balloons with blankets over them. It required a single person to carry them. And it's like you're know, carrying like a boulder almost. Yeah. And if you dropped it, woe betide you if you dropped it and the thing went boom <laughs> instant death if you dropped it i believe it instantly dropped you and it put everyone in a 10 meter radius so 20 meter diameter uh, to zero hits yeah and but the person who dropped it was execute like execute instantly effect dead. instantly yeah. dead character is vaporized yeah and uh every single person on friday night was talking about how funny it would be to get a bomb back to anvil and where to put yeah. it and what to do yeah. with it and without going into all of those if you had a bomb where would you put it yeah <laughs> well look no no no. but that was because i was in the muster and it was part of the briefing that the heralds somehow i can't really remember how it came up but the heralds who were making them <laughs> had suggested you yeah. could bomb the senate <laughs> yeah you could literally for whatever reason yeah they literally said you'd, so you know much. once you buy them off us for like 20 dragon bone or something uh yeah, yeah you can do what you want with them like i don't know put it in your senate building <laughs> and that flippant just, comment everyone was like wait what because yeah we could absolutely bring him back through the gate if we really wanted to um yeah. of course high guard were are the the sensible police and uh they and stopped Varushka. us doing that and very good yeah. yeah in the end it was it was good because we did need we needed quite a lot of them mm. to 
They're like you couldn't heist one of them. They no. just dropped it and that Party was public. But it was it was good. Um, I remember that when we first looked at them, I remember seeing them and just being like, guys, guys, guys. Well, at that point, Linda, 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 Linda. Look. And look. we just saw like people looking very worried, carrying like something under a cloth. We're going, oh, it could it yeah. be. And they had, it looked like they were unguarded because their bodyguard was in a 10 meter radius. Yeah. Um, circling oh, around really. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did not want to stand close at all. I can't, I can't blame no. them. Cannot blame them. No, I think it was the right choice. But it was, it was cool. I remember we. Oh, it was a difficult battle. Um, but was there anything else that happened in the night? Not really. No, I've, I've put in here um, bed at two o'clock, mm-hmm. and that's it. I think we're on to the next day on Saturday. Oh my gosh, Saturday. All right, highlights, battle highlights. Yeah. Archery, not so good, this event. Fighting the Jotun Sons Yagara, which meant there was no returning fire, which meant it was harder to shoot arrows because you weren't getting any back. Yeah. But some good times. We had some good fun. Um, I shot a ref. Sorry to Connor, who plays Osric in Wintermark. <laughs> I shot him pretty much in one of the first engagements. He looked down at the arrow, looked up, saw me, and just did a really sad face uh, <laughs> as I was mouthing, take your hits. <laughs> <laughs> he did not, because he was roughing, but it was quite funny. That was my that was my crowning moment. What about you? I've got a lot of bullet points, so uh, I'm going to get down off my windowsill and read these out in my chair. So, are you um, on the windowsill, are you? Yeah, I'm perching like a, like a bad anvil Batman. So, uh, that's a splinter spear joke, if any of those lot are listening. So, um, there is a word for the day, but I won't mention it. We'll see if you can guess. First bullet point is getting back to the good stuff post-COVID, I've talked about. Um, Second point, I agree. Difficult start for the archers. No one firing back, and Jotun have heavy armour. So, the impact we had was very limited. Very limited. The Yagara were missed. Yeah, um, I think we really struggled on the open field in the opening like third of the battle. I think I got like four effective hits. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was it was difficult. Um, we did get you and I. I think we ran up into the woods, didn't we, at the start? And we got a few flanking yeah. hits on them. That was mm-hmm. good, but it didn't matter because there was you know two dead orcs out of eighty. No one gives a flying mm-hmm. fuck. However, I've put rip and tear. In the woods uh so once we got through into the woods uh i went from yeah four kills to 31 in the space of 45 minutes a very <laughs> fun time with the monsters That's um, bad. yeah yeah was... oh yeah the the whole bits when we were in lines and we were running forwards there were a, there were a good couple of line holds that were still quite fluid yeah which meant that you were sniping out people's legs but still getting arrows back and that was fun. That was just aim and shoot. Yeah, it was um it was a lot more fluid. Uh I've put here point what's this point five? Shields are the apex predator. Uh they are. Mm-hmm. Uh that two V one we had, that shield boy. Yes, which I found out was Harry Barone, who yep. plays what? 
who was having a great time being a Lysambrian, um, and we basically dual hunted him like wolves until eventually a large reinforcement of Yuton appeared, so we scarpered. Yeah, and then the dread shields so much ran. Like this is an this is an IC opinion, not an OC one. OC, it was fair enough, but I see. I was really winding up Rook and just going like, "Your unit is full of cowards, led by a mongrel. Stand and fight." <laughs> You have a one to one ratio where you heroes or are you cowards? And uh getting really annoyed and they're like, Oh, like a black scar running and I'm like, I'm on my own, I'm an archer <laughs> Like <laughs> there was loads of like you know all the black scar salt that we've heard about? It surfaced yeah. there. They're like, Oh, here's Black Scar <sighs> leaving Navarre again and I was like, Ooh, oh, let me show you how it's done. So anyway, <laughs> uh yeah, the, the unit gets rolled and we all flee. So <laughs> um so we have to back off. But we get back to that point a little bit later. And we start to have a chat with the ref on point Oh seven. yeah, lovely tin um, appeared. Wait, <laughs> is this the same one? Uh, this is... I've put my 360 no-scope in here. Oh, I think this was a different a different moment. Were you there? I don't think it was. That? I don't think you were chatting. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it was chatting with a ref. I think you'd stopped to talk to someone else. A character. I think it was a ref because in my head it's the same ref. I was like, because it was for like it was quite an OC conversation. And then mm. I was like, one second, mate. And I kid you not, oh, maybe it is then. Yeah. I did the coolest thing I've ever done. I knew there was like in my peripheral about a minute beforehand, there was a Jotun just wandering around. About 30 seconds later, saw him in my peripheral coming up behind me while I was chatting to the ref. And I was like, yeah, fair play. I'm still in play. So I'm having a chat with the ref, using my body to block myself. I'm tensing my bow because it's got an arrow on it. And I just go, one second, mate. I turn around, draw loose, hit him straight in the chest. And he goes down. <laughs> no heavy armor, luckily. But this is one of the shield apex predators. So it goes between the shield and sword. Clonk, right in the stomach. Safe shot, beautiful shot. Monster takes their hits. And I just turn back to the conversation and keep talking. But my <laughs> head is buzzing with the, the saints Enjoy. and the chanting of angels of having done an actual blind 360 no-scope with a longbow at LARP. Saving my own life in the process. It was the fucking coolest thing I've ever done. And I'm getting secondhand adrenaline right now just thinking about it. It was was very, very cool. It was outstanding. I I will never, ever top that, ever. Maybe didgeridoo shot, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You've had some cool shots, but that's a memorable one. Yeah. So this is the ref talk, though. Yeah. (laughs) So we we basically... Uh, we know quite a few of the crew now out of character through various different uh, meetings in Empire and other LARPs. Um, Tin is one of the fantastic refs who is on the battlefield, also does uh, welfare. Uh, in fact, he was the one who sat with me while I sobbed my eyes out after I died. <laughs> so I think he just saw I used the opportunity to just quickly say hi. You know, we were just sort of standing around in the middle of something. You just walked over and went. You uh, has anyone heard heard anything from Highguard recently? <laughs> and we were like, "What has happened to Highguard?" Of course, he's not going to tell us anything. Yeah. Just, so I have you seen the last forty-five minutes, and I'm like, "I no, said no one. What no, happened? You know, have you seen Highguard in the last forty-five minutes?" And we were like, "No." What? It was nothing we could do about it. There was nowhere we could take that information, and. Uh, it was just, I think he was fully aware of that. It was very, very amusing. Because um, we were both sitting there going, oh dear, what's happened to Honeyguard? They were fine 
in the end, it was fine. They'd just been cut off for a bit. Um, I don't think they lost anyone in High Guards. I I'm, might be wrong about that. I'm not I sure if he was shitting with us, but it was a very, very high-adrenaline moment. <laughs> it was. As we're sort of standing there, two lone archers. There's some Jotun around, that's it. We're like, um, oh. <laughs> maybe, you know what? Now I'm starting to think maybe nothing was wrong with High Guard at all. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Tim was fucking with us. <laughs> Again. <laughs> he was like, ha, 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 I will get them this time. Yeah, I, Who I, knows? I met him at um, Asphodel LARP, the Greek one. He's playing a Minotaur. Oh, and they were yeah. very mischievous. And uh, <laughs> I think that was perhaps a runoff from our interactions there because we, we had a great time uh... being the bad guys. <laughs> having a fun time it's oh, nice yeah. when you see people um at other labs and stuff it's always good fun oh yeah you get to know people and you're like oh you it's good because you know who you can role play with and, and everything then without having to have a conversation or that it's yeah. just a nice level of foreknowledge. You, you know what the score is yeah well apart from that i mean you'll probably talk to i imagine soul more about what happened with black scar because we weren't actually really with black scar much for this whole battle no we were not we'll just ignore them they were we'll ignore occupied. that spicy thing that happened yeah we'll yeah. let soul do that bit yeah we will and then it was time to go pretty much yeah i um oh it was time to go when we were over by the fort and we suddenly heard boom. <laughs> 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 and yeah. everyone in the area went panic did one of them explode? <laughs> yes. As someone, and we could see people running. And everyone was like, are they all dead? No, luckily they were not. It's just like the people on fire. Like the noise, a building. It was the warning noise. But then everyone started going, you need to leave. You need to leave now. You need to get out fast because we have like five minutes. Maybe, maybe 10 minutes to evacuate the field before the rest of the bombs went off. Yeah. And we had like 12 of them. I think we got like an unbelievable amount. We got an overwhelming amount of the bombs. Way more than we needed to yeah. do the objective that we needed. So it was going to be a pretty big explosion. <laughs> so we were legging it. Ran off the back. And then I ended up at the back um, without realising, having a chat to Connor, who played Rick about the fact that I'd accidentally shot him uh, earlier on in the battle. Um, just saying a brief hi as we're wandering back towards the gate. When um, Sigismund and Varushka turned to me and went, Archer, get moving. You have two minutes. And I was like halfway still down the field going, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I need to run. I need to run. So I was just like, bye, and legged it down just in time to, to get out and not be exploded in Karaman. Woo. Woo, yeah. We were so excited yeah. to get vaporized. I feel like anyone who, any character, yeah. their character got vaporized would go down in history. Yeah. I was kind of sad that it wasn't that someone had dropped one. Like, I kind of wanted someone to drop one. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted we one of the all... heralds to drop one just we... for fun. Yeah, what happens when a herald just stops existing? <laughs> if a herald did it, right? Because then they would have just disintegrated and everyone else would have been like on zero hits. But then you can just fix that. Like you can just get them back up, so it wouldn't have like plot-wise been an insta kill to a player if a herald had done that. Just saying. <laughs> just like oh Notes shit, for next time. bang, <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> perfectly timed cut off screens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's like God, that. Yeah. Like that playing in the distance. 
It looks like it just had a little boy. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. seen Oppenheimer too recently. Yeah. <laughs> too recently. <laughs> All right. Then the rest of Saturday. Nothing really happened, I guess. Oh, apart from. <laughs> yeah, apart from. All of that stuff. Yeah. So I've put in post-battle rest. The stuff in green, I'm leaving for Sol because that's like, yeah. that's got a level plot. Um, I honestly, I think um, probably also that. But, I mean, we had we had a nice gap afterwards. It was, we did lose someone, unfortunately. We Drain lost Og. Pete's character, Draenog. Yeah. Which we only really knew for sure because he came back later as a marcher. Mm. Great. Great kit. Um, went to MC, just the usual hanging out. I had a really good time, I will say. I'm not going to go into military council too much, but <laughs> I did have a really good time adjutanting kind of across all three of them, sort of de facto a bit for Blackthorns, but sort of helping out with all three because out of the three current generals, uh, OC, uh, I have a lot of the knowledge, of course. Um, and I'm, I've, man I've justified it. I see it's not a problem. I, so we were talking about like options for where the armies and stuff would go. And it felt kind of nice to kind of not be the general, but to be like, here, here's an option for you. Here's your suggestion. Doing the PA thing of like, this is how you need to do the thing. And this is what you need to consider. These are your options. Which one do you like? It was kind of fun. I liked that behind the scenes influence, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. And not being committed to one, but kind of then working for all three kind of felt really cool. So I like that. And they were all on resupply anyway, so it wasn't that exciting. Yeah. And it was my first brief foray into the MC tent uh, for certain as well. Oh, yeah. yeah right was. at the beginning before it quite started. Yeah. There was still some Dornish love and glory stuff happening. Yeah, silly, silly Dornish. Um, it's nice to sit down. Yeah, having a sit down in the grass, and who should walk over but our good friend Ravadi, mm -hmm. founder's dance champion of vigilance. Mm -hmm. Now we're all just having a little um, chat, catching up. How's the event going? Uh, because of the big empire-wide spell, uh, Ravadi was very high lineaged, so that's a really fucking cool. Um, or what you call them, contact lenses in, like coloured ones, oh, bright, yeah. like gold almost cat eyes, and I was just staring, yeah. and I was like, I feel, I always felt rude for staring, but I was just like, actually making eye contact in a conversation for once, and I was just like, this mm. is captivating, <laughs> outstanding, and like loads of scales and stuff as well, and I was like, wow, this is just, this is just incredible to look at, so really enjoyed that, and then, because my brain was fuzzing out, I was just asking questions in automatic, and then it tunes back into the, uh, well, yeah, I'm running for uh, Champion of Vigilance later today. Uh, do you run against me? Sorry. Do <laughs> you want to run against me so I'm not unopposed? And I go, sure, sure thing. Great, response for Farley. You've just got to this sign up in the hub. This is a thing that will affect us later. <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, what is it in um in Telltale games where like the plot is butterfly effect on the screen? 
Yeah. The plot yeah. has changed. <laughs> so <laughs> um will remember this. Oh yeah, Lindy will <laughs> Lindy will regret this. But um <laughs> yeah, I've got to sign up before two o'clock. Uh just before the election for the Senator for Me Aaron. More on that in a bit. Mm. But I run into the hub with literally minutes left to spare and uh sign up, put my name down, we're good to go. Literally as the sign up sheet is being taken off the wall. Mm. Oh my gosh, it was that close? It was genuinely that close. I got there mm. at like one fifty nine, So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Really, really vigilant. Um, and part of the competition <laughs> is at like three o'clock, there's a like a chat, a meet and greet. Think of it like a general or a senator election, but for a mm-hmm. religious position. It's kind of like a... Was it Vigilance Assembly? It was just, I think, Vigilance Assembly and also like just random people. Who, who cared um mm. the reason i well i think i'm paraphrasing here but the reason becca wanted me to stand is that a you actually have some competition have more people involved but b one of them mm. was a um was a 12 year old and uh it just yeah, would have quite wanted to... i think the, op- <laughs> the yeah the optics oh, there are just they're just like well you know it's a there's a, a recently graduated citizen from the academy uh, standing for one of the most important positions okay not in the empire but a very important religious position you could say um you know that's I mean, the child's been a cardinal for ages is that the child cardinal yeah champ it's, it's not the same one but there, <laughs> yeah, there, not... was, there has been a, a kid playing a cardinal they got yeah the academy invented. grads are solid citizens much more mm-hmm. competent than some of ours jockle <laughs> But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. I get asked to stand in, uh, so to take to stand for the position. Full stop. <laughs> um, then I think it's me again, straight in. Uh, Rifflin, Finn, partner of Boppy, I was talking about at the start yeah. of the episode, uh, is standing for Santa from Yaren. Yeah, which uh, just to preface, so at some point pre time in, um, Finn had specified that cambians had a special thing this event um which is that you can if you did a speech about your political rivals you could regain a hero point i think during battle sounds about right you could only do it once for the whole weekend but at one point during the main battle i ran into finn and on that morning and he turned and into his face he went and Leafy, and Gwen, and then I'm... And I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. You are going to run for me, Aaron. <laughs> I guess that's decided. It was amazing. Just, like, stomping around the battlefield, killing people, empowering people while yelling about political rivals. Yeah, it's like... Um... I don't know what else it's like. I was going to complain. I was going to compare it to like you know overhearing conversations, like angry political arguments between families in Tesco. But um, no, Tesco isn't a battlefield, so not no. quite the same. But um, <laughs> only on Saturday afternoons. But uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so Riff stood. Riff did not win, unfortunately. Uh, Leafy won again. But it oh, this election was a real. Mm eyebrow raising one for me because leafy um you know, step forward good chat uh his proxy his adjutant equivalent mm-hmm. was there as well however leafy did say 
I do not believe my proxy is ready. Which is the first, like, huh. Bit, bit of a bit of a yellow flag there. And then uh, a few other things about, you know, not knowing what candidate to support for the throne, not knowing what was going on with the city of Seren and stuff like that, or not having, not maybe not, not, maybe not, not knowing, but more not having any um, direction or vision answers. for it. Yeah, they I were... remember you saying that you'd asked some really good questions and you'd had really dissatisfying answers. Yeah, the Egregore even backed me up at one point because I said, uh, you know, what's happening with Seren? Because the League were interested, potentially, in, in, in offering so us something for Seren, right? But they've chosen mm -hmm. an actual war zone instead. What does that say about our nation? They've chosen Spiral. It is fucked. <laughs> it is on fire. It is full of Grendel. And they've picked that over Seren. What the fuck? You know, what, basically, what the fuck are you doing? We've had this opportunity for like nearly a year now. How far along is it? How have we picked? Mm -hmm. And it, we started talking about all oh, the city of leaves and stuff took some time. And you're like, well, if you know it's a problem, you agree with me. It's your job to fix it. And then the adjutant yeah. chips in and goes, well, what do you want to happen? And I said, funding, direction, decision. Very simple. And then the Egricore chipped in, like, yeah, it is concerning. We need to make more progress <laughs> on this. And I, I, I was, I was flabbergasted at that because I was, I was deliberately asking very harsh, tough questions to make Finn look better, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when the Egricore started chipping in, I was like, oh, I'm actually onto something here. Um, yeah. Leafy still wins a uh, major, major victory. But yeah, I feel like. Feel bad for Gwen in particular. Because yeah. Gwen, the proxy, had been doing essentially the senator job for the last couple of events while Leafy for OC reasons wasn't in attendance. Mm. So saying that she wasn't ready was such a everyone was surprised by that. Yeah. Really quite surprised. And the reason she's not ready is because he hasn't trained her properly. It was such a yeah. it was such a jarring thing to hear from someone who's in theory, you know, a, a competent senator and from what I've heard mm. otherwise is a competent senator. So mm. uh yeah, if only there was some kind of person to investigate that at E4, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, that's my two to two thirty. Um, God, we just had. I was just a military council. I t I went with Rizart to get um a ritual done for the Blackthorns. There's now a sort of mini regio in Wintermark, so okay. anyone in the Wintermark and Dawnfield can can do big Imperial regio stuff up there oh, instead of having cool. to go all the way across. They've got a little ref station, so obviously makes a load of difference for things like that. Um, so we got to hang out there. We caught up with uh, Tillian of Tillian, who is of Hurst Hall, not of the Tillianson, which is a different thing I found out. Um, and I finally got to meet him, which was nice. We chatted a lot about prosperity. We, I think it's still quite active, so I'm going to leave the rest of it. Yeah, that does get wrapped up with the redacted stuff yeah end, doesn't it yeah yeah um suffice to say the the the, the there was an interesting conversations had um i will never forget the visions i saw uh the things that i have seen the crunches that i have heard um <laughs> they were memorable and mighty um uh, Aracellus, uh, so there's there some stuff going on with the Brass Coast, uh, which will come up more when you talk to Sol. <laughs> but one of the very funny things was 
did you find out about the election now? Because you knew by this point. I don't think I did. Because um, I only found out me, after... This is, this is about five or six o'clock. Yeah, so I've got from two, uh, three o'clock, I go to Gods and get a ribbon for Draenor's Dirge. So a hello, mm -hmm. uh, Pete's drum. Like four o'clock, 3.30 to four, I, I've written down here, I missed the vigilance pitching. Like I miss <laughs> the fucking election, basically, because I'm going on a skirmish, um, yeah. which is fun. I think Keelan was on that as well because he said he remembers me running off into the woods with my longbow. It's very, yeah. very like uh, Ranger of Athelion vibe. Very cool. Um, only note on this, apart from obviously we won because I'm there. Um, <laughs> the uh, my god, the I don't know how they did it. But the skirmish crew managed to hide a unit of orcs behind a unit of orcs. So I thought a flank was weak. Wow. I ran there, shot one, and then 20 suddenly appeared. And I was like, oh! <laughs> and, nice. and just, and just, I had to run. I had to run. I was like, oh my god, where were they? They were just, sta they were just standing behind slightly taller ones. That was it. That's amazing. You yeah. should put that in a, in a positive feedback email. They'll love that. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I genuinely shat me up with their stealth tactics. <laughs> it's like it was like um like an RTS game where oh, you've got the stealth mechanic and they're just invisible until you get within yeah. ten meters flat out and that happened to me and I suddenly realised what it's oh, like gosh. to fight Waywatchers in Toes of Warhammer. So um <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and on oh, that Yeah, that was cool. Uh we had the Tillian thing, redacted, redacted. Mm -hmm. Then we hit the news. Just uh Around about five thirty-six, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I can't remember who told me. Um, but how did you find out? I'm actually struggling to remember, because, dear listeners, I have some sad news to share with you. Uh, Rivadi Founders Dance has unfortunately fallen on the field of battle at this point in the afternoon. The champion of vigilance. Dead for the Empire, is dead. And um, I believe it was actually in the no, act of saving nothing. another champion on the skirmish. Yeah. And um, no, getting... Getting melted. But um, you know what happens when one person in a title um, dies? Uh, especially when that person overwhelmingly won an election to uh, continue in that post, um, is that the title needs filling and sometimes it just makes sense to pass it on to the person in second place uh who who is in second place in this election just just remind me he was running there was a 12 year old yep there was a dunning uh one of the dunnings so a second 12 year old <laughs> and um one lindir thornhart who never showed up to the thing and just entered because he was asked who got the second most amount of votes? I believe, if you look at the wiki page for Champion of Vigilance, it was <laughs> Lindy Thornhart. <laughs> um, with 26 votes. Now, that might sound like a lot, but bear in mind that each person has, like, 10. So, I got... I had 126. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were next. Yeah. Unbelievable. Someone walked up to me and went, Lindy is champion of vigilance. 
and I don't think I breathed for a solid half a minute. I was just like, what is happening? What world that, are we living in? It's the in? most it's inappropriate role for him to be in, in the entire yeah. empire. I mean, Lindir, as a character, I can kind of see it. Mm. But for you to play, I mean, we, we also make a, poke a lot of fun at vigilance as a virtue. Yeah, it's the ninth so. virtue. Gerd is the eighth. I've said that. I've said that openly in Anvil hundreds of times. <laughs> and yet, you still got elected champion of the yeah. It's 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 a thing that should not have happened. It's an affront to it. All. It is. Gonna, I mean, Ooh, you've that's a good taken line. Seriously, since yeah, it is an affront. I I do want to. Absolute uh, affront. Got some, Yeah, got some very mixed emotions on it because how I actually found out I had won, not that um, Fadi was dead, was um, Maddock. Malek was just walking mm. past me when I was by the drunken goose, and he just said, "Oh, congratulations, champion!" <laughs> and I had my little gaggle, my little gaggle of followers. It's like you know, Jockle, Stee, uh, yeah. Spider, and the, and, and like, because we'd all been giggling all afternoon, going, "No way, no way, no way!" Since we'd heard that Ravadi had passed away, and we thought, "There's no oh, way, yeah. there's no way," because what I've been doing is I'd to make things worse. I'd actually been bribing people for votes, so I just went up to random people and said, "Hey, if you vote for me." And I win, I'll pay you like you know a crown a vote, um, <laughs> and just um, people. Did you even know if these people could vote? You just went up. To yeah, them. I just went up to random people. Um, but rest assured, citizens, none of the people I asked actually voted for me. I know the two people who voted for me, and they've been rewarded handsomely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it oh, was I, yeah, so same funny. same reaction. Thirty seconds of genuine stunned, shocked silence. There's everyone around me just Classed. mouth open, eyes wide. And then, yeah, it just breaks oh, out. Laughter, really? joy, jubilation, celebration. Oh, it, 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 it was, was unreal. So it was funny. unreal. It was the most so disgusting affront to the way. <laughs> it was just awful. Oh, man. This is definitely not what Ravadi wanted. <laughs> no. No. I, I feel... When I say I have mixed emotions... um. The reason being is that A, it's hilarious. B, a hat, woo, isn't that cool. C, I can't wait to do something fucking dreadful and fuck it up. But D, and D, D is a very powerful one here, um, is mm -hmm. Rivardi's legacy, actually. Um, you know, Becca mm -hmm. is an outstanding role player. Really love hanging mm -hmm. out with them and have. Oh, I might made... be getting some more Rivardi kit. Oh. Just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. The. um. The effort that's gone into that role, and what's been built, and and this boulder that's been st has started to roll, I I OC would feel appalled if I was to let if I was just to push that off and keep going, um mm. and do something stupid with it. So I've promised myself to take one event seriously, E4, and I've already got some mail. Oh, I've had people okay. writing in going, um you know, dear Lindir, this bullshit with the magic needs to stop. Sincerely, dead family. Uh, more on that a little bit in in literally an hour in game, um, and I'm I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to try and be an actual champion of vigilance, which means I'm I have to turn up to you. meetings at the synod. I've never been to a synod meeting in my life. I have I didn't even go to my own election. I've I... had zero interaction with the faith game. I'm very excited to see what happens because it's a completely new area of game for you as a role, like as a larper. It is, let yep. alone as a character. So it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. 
yeah, I, um, I remember running into Silk, and I just, I, I was excited, so I blurted out, I was like, guess who's the new champion of Vigilance? And that's quite a loaded question, usually, but he genuinely went, um, I don't know, Rizart? And I said, <laughs> no, it's me. And you saw his world end behind his eyes. <laughs> he just went, oh, God. <laughs> he just went, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and actually, one more point on this for the revelation is mm. um, when Maddox said that, uh, Justin was walking past and he mm -hmm. turns around and goes, ah, congratulations. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. He starts pointing and taking steps backwards. No. Not him. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> Which is... Oh, yeah, it's, it's the OC bleed because technically Lindy has never committed a crime at this point. More on that later. And I there's mean, actually been a... sold quite a lot of drugs at this point. All of all of which have been illegal. Chaos fruit, cat piss, all fine. It's still pretty shady. It's shady, but it's not illegal. But that will change later. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um my Discord name is now Chump with Vigilance. And um it feels good. It's very cool. Very cool it's indeed. It's a new era. Yeah. Yeah, talk about lacking the voting block. Right, this is just a you're another title holder in Black Scar, and yet this was entirely unintentional. No one can possibly accuse this of having been uh, maneuvered in any way. There's not a million years anyone believed that this was going to happen. Yeah, I wasn't and even. I forgot it was a position. It mm -hmm. was one could blame Rivardi. I think. I think it, it was, was not a very vigilant thing to say, was it? I suppose wisdom <laughs> is kind of in here, but. Any vigilant citizen yeah. would realise that Linda Thornhart, aka Chris, is not the right person to have the, any kind of the responsibility. The rules were about to bend around each other in <laughs> order to make it happen that Chris Anson became. I cannot <laughs> believe it. And I feel so bad because yeah. it's at Becca's expense. Yeah. And that is like, oof, that is a genuine yeah. L. And Rivardi Linda genuinely that. cared about Rivardi and genuinely wants yeah. to make a good job of this. But I just don't know how competent Chris is. We'll have to find out. <laughs> We will. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and we'll have to wait long because it's only a week and a half. I mean, oh we're nearly God. at midnight. Like, what, well, it's 9.25 at the moment. So let's just round it up to midnight. Makes it Thursday. <laughs> it's a week away. It's a week away, yeah. But... We'll be in a field. Yeah. Well, not My gosh. Distant, but you're close enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's not far. It's not far. I'm I'm excited. Last one. Last one for the year. Oh, then we enter player event season. And we do, but some of us can't do player events because we live too far away. Boo. Boo. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway. Back to Saturday. Yeah. The reason Rivardi um, died was uh, there's some really nasty heralds rocking around from a new eternal yeah, called Cold, the Cold Sun. Cold Sun. Yeah. yeah. Um, who has taken the evil moustache twiddling supervillain view of hey mm -hmm. humans are causing loads of problems so let's just wipe them out and the eternal just wants to wipe out the empire just just burn it to the ground so their heralds are super tough pretty much impervious to damage and when they down you that this is this is the really really genuinely scary part yeah they have the execute call so ah. they are executing players by melting them with oh a mini flamethrower in their hands they only do now it if like the local battle scene, uh, let's say the Imperial heroes have retreated, then they'll just execute yeah, the dead. Yeah, so there's no like chance of immediate help. Yeah. I will say, 
So remember when the Black Plateau first awakened? Yeah. Um, we were on that skirmish. Oh yes. Um, now obviously it was it was intense. It was bad. And then we had a main battle the next day, and it was much less bad. So I do worse, and the mechanics are slightly fudged the season. Like mm-hmm. they they make it the worst to panic everyone. So it might. If we go and fight Cold Sun Heralds, we might not face insta-killing heralds on the battlefield at E4. That's my hopeful take. Uh, I hope, from an I- from an OC perspective, this one from an IC perspective, but from an OC perspective, damn, they need to keep that up there, because otherwise there's nothing really special about the slot, apart from the fact That's they will weird. end you. I do like that as well. Like, it's a good way to... I mean, you're, you're going to be wiping out characters, Scary. but yeah. what a way to go. Yeah. Screaming, Worth no, it. no, 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 as they put their fingers on your please, forehead. Please, no. And they melt you. No, no, no. Daddy, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, and Because um, we'd heard in the Winds of Fortune and the Winds of... Uh, oh, no, it was just Winds of, uh, Winds of Fortune that, you know, all these yeah. new heralds don't know what they do and people need to go fight them. So obviously, Rivaldi skirmish. There was also an Avar yeah. skirmish at six thirty to clear them out of Miaran. Uh, Fifty people went out. Eight of them died. And that might not sound like a lot, but for Imperial like skirmish casualties, you might lose one or two if you're unlucky. They lost eight. Yeah, it was a out of fifty, not seventy, but not seventy white. fifty. Like nearly twenty percent casualties. Like mm. not even casualties. Twenty mm-hmm. percent dead. KIAs mm-hmm. and. You should have seen them coming out the coming out the gate, man. They were all of them were injured, limping, carrying bodies between them, carrying their injured friends mm-hmm. between them. Everyone had their legs cut off and stuff like that because I think they all have um, impale calls automatically as well for these heralds. Oh god! So they just chop you up like a butcher with a cleaver, and then burn oh you like a good steak. I think they genuinely like are just salt bay, but herald form. Love it. Yeah, I do. I do like that. I think it's good fun. It's good fun to have something deadly. Yeah, that was that caused a lot of um, a lot of fear after that six thirty skirmish. That was that was quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had a skirmish at nine o'clock, right? Nine, yeah, nine o'clock, nine fifteen, something like that. We were invited on a Varushkin skirmish um, as Black Scar, and we were given a certain amount of slots. It was one of those, you know, you got there and then suddenly there were too many people and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But we'd been asked for and we'd been offered. And uh, Lothie was really good about being like, you can have all of us, you can have none of us. You can't. And, and you know, you need us here. You really need us here. And to his credit, the Varushkin that was leading the skirmish was really on it of like, right, you've got how many? Okay, cool. And then was, you know, at one point was you saying, okay, we'd have too many people, said this to the Varushkins, we had too many people in this queue. We need to get this many black scar on because we had some people leave to join your skirmish afterwards mm-hmm. as well to limit our numbers um and they said yeah we you know we need to have some people leave so can you step out step out the line or we're gonna have to move them to the front no one steps out the line so they moved us straight to the front and i was like i thought that was an empty threat but there you go did it just moved us straight to the front and we all got on the skirmish and it was Druge boys running around, you know, having fun. I heard you um, absolutely we smashed in. it. Oh, God, it was hilarious. It was so much fun. We were ready just for a bit of a romp. 
Um, but we were also, <laughs> you know, het up. We hadn't done the thing since the morning. Um, a lot of us had not been aware that there was an afternoon skirmish, so we'd missed that. Uh, and we're ready to fight some stuff. So we get on the field, and we're at the head of the queue now, of course. So we get on, and then we walk up, we can see them all, and we go, hmm. And then hit them with a couple of bangerangs. And just charged up the field, and the Vrushkin's eyes were like, oh, that's why we brought them. Mm. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> so I got to fire off some great shots with the bow. Oh, it was amazing. It felt so good. I got a bunch of the Varishkins afterwards as we were walking back being like, that was an amazing shot. Like, what a great shot, Archer. And I was like, yes, thank you. Um, but we, we finished it so quickly. Uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, it's done. You've done the thing. We did it like immediately. We killed the things that we need to because we had a mass weakness with us. I'm pretty sure what they had to do was take down like some heralds or something. So they just walked in, mass weakness, and Blaskar rolled over the heralds. Done. Mm. The rest of the Druze kind of didn't matter that much. Um, but we were like, oh, we've got like eight minutes left. Should we just go again and see if we can get any more? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We just like formed up again and then legged it halfway down the field just to chase off the Druze. I don't think we got any more of them, but it was fun to just chase them a little bit. And then we all went back and we were like, yeah, cool, great, good times. Thanks. Bye, Vrushka. Have fun. And all of the Vrushkans that had been really grumpy about having us on it were like, oh, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Blackscar. It felt good. It felt cohesive. That magic yeah, word. Because I I was walking up to you lot for my skirmish at nine thirty because you'd gone on at nine. Yeah. You were ecstatic. You lot, yeah, all of you smiling, high fiving, just it was a awesome energy. We had had a fun time. We had a good like romp. It had gone really well. We'd still got enough of an exercise as well because you know sometimes when it's really fast, you're like, ah, it's actually a little bit disappointing. Mm. so it was quite nice that we kind of we reformed and we went again for one last bit because it was the last bit of the night you know i was like yeah go on it was really good fun but you were getting when you're getting like magic-y things done to you to go on your skirmish yeah so the great forest orc skirmish at 9 30 is a big chunk and since this episode's at two hours you now can save it for soul if i'm gonna like. save it for soul I, i'm sorry oh, but uh yeah it was it's chunky boy and um mm. a lot of fun and has heavily influenced what i want to do with this character you can Very save good. that next bit as well um and all i'll say oh, is that after okay. that we well because that's also soul really isn't it technically but yeah okay all right I'll but say we it. went to gin club i'll just yeah. say that much we went yeah. to gin club i evening, finally got invited to gin club on. yeah we paid our way in um Rizal owes me money um <laughs> Rizal owes me money as well <laughs> i i feel like i had a really tarot heavy weekend it was really nice i saw some of the the, the empire tarot cards because we had that first tarot reading in high guard then riz had a, his tarot cards and did readings and then i got more readings in gin club um, I had a really cool, long debate slash discussion on prosperity mm -hmm. with first Tillian and then with Silvestro in the league, a very high lineage Cambian. Uh, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Okay. Um, fascinating stuff, talking talking things like prosperity. Um, I love, I've, I've really built my take on prosperity. It's a real, 
it's one I've had since the beginning, so it just makes sense to me, but it's slightly alternative. So I really like getting a chance to sort of bring it out and examine it with mm. other players that have played for a really long time. Um, and it was really relevant to my conversation with the Liga. Um, it was so interesting. And then it just got later and later. I ended up, I was trying to leave and I ended up outside with two Urizen who I, I, I'd met as Larkin, so I knew them already. Um, and I just ended up chatting with them. We were just standing there, like, shitposting <laughs> for 20 minutes until eventually Finn just appeared out of the tent and was like, I'm going back. I was like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> it was really amusing. It was great. Yeah, it was a good, very busy good evening. Very fun. Yeah, and it was good fun. I had my um, reservations about it at the start, but you know what? I really kicked it. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Hiccups. It's, but, it's, uh... it's a very different vibe depending on who's there. It changes completely. Yeah. Um, and it was quite quiet, this event, for whatever reason. Um, but it was still really good fun, and I'm glad you had a good time anyway. And and the shenanigans that you got up to were hilarious. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> since it involved not one, but two of my cousins in many ways. Yeah, I'll read out one of my quotes, out of context quotes, is uh, just snort it, yellow boy. <laughs> and uh, Add it to the tab. Yeah. Rizard is paying. <laughs> yeah, his face every single time is like, no, 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 what are you doing? Like, I'm like, it's I'm on not. the tab. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> Watch me. If Boppy could oh, do it to man. me, I could do it to, I could do it to yeah. you. This, this is all Bop's fault. Just blame Boppy. Some Sorry, might, some might agree. Bob. That includes me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Sunday. Yeah. I don't have much to say about Sunday. I was reffing, but it was quite an uneventful ref. It was. It looked like fun from what the briefing we were given about all the codes and things that people were doing. Um, but I just, I literally, my Sunday is just. I did the reffing, and then I hung out in MC for a bit, and then packed down in the rain. And the pack down was awful. Oh, that was grim, yeah. Yours, I think, the the, the battle for Black Scar, because once again, the uh, EMU, the elite military unit, or elite monstering unit in this case, mm-hmm. um, that has been uh, championed and developed by Finn, uh, had a, a new outing as a new type of orc, right? It was the first time doing that. Yeah, we're, right. we weren't playing Ulvenoir for once. We were playing the other ones that are like heavy shock troopers with like... Is it Packard? I think Packard is Druge, but like it's basically the Jotun version of... Um, what's our equivalent? They're basically heavy armor, but with two-handed weapons. Or mm, Ambi. Sort of suicide run, uber heroism, gonna go super hard, super fast. Yeah, Real dangerous max damage group, output. But... Crazy. Yeah. And, um, so you'd all prepped and been readied for this. Got together everything. And I hear good things. Oh yeah. Good things that make me jealous. Oh yeah. I'll I'll I have I'm afraid I'll have to leave it to the next time as well. But in brief, the Girth Guard, first battalion, second company, was deployed against the Imperials. The exploits of those heroes will be covered in more detail next time. But my goodness, I think that was my the most I've had I've had my maybe not my favourite ever monstering time there, but I've had my mm. most effective monstering sesh with them yeah. that time. Yes, it sounded incredible. Yeah. And my most and my favourite 
moment, which I, you know I'll cover in brief because oh. you're going to miss out on the other episode. But basically, you, you know, in films when they episodes? they run at each other in lines, and then they kind of like the lines go past each other for a bit, and everyone goes into these one-on-one little mini fights, right? Mm-hmm. That historically ridiculous, immediate massacre, right? It's crazy because mm-hmm. you'd kill your opponent, turn around, kill a person behind you, rinse and repeat, or be the victim thereof. But mm-hmm. that's what happens here, is uh, we were running towards one of the uh, Regios to recapture it, about 25 of us. And then Wintermark, a unit of their, uh, their Steiner, see us and start running at us, because there's like about 35, 40 of them. Mm-hmm. So um, at this point, um, Lothi's in charge, and we just countercharge. We go, count, turn, wheel, countercharge, countercharge, and we run at them. And you, we go full pelt, screaming into them on the open field, no other Jotun around, barely any other Imperials, they're all up at the gates. Oh, it's just God. us. And we are ready to slap them. And we see some of them actually running off to the sides because their, their, their morale breaks on the charge. It's incredible. Some of them actually stop running. Some of them slow to oh. walk. Some of them just stop dead because they're afraid. Running and shouting aggression is OP in battle. Yeah. Because they're only just other humans on the other side of it and no one wants to run towards screaming, running people. Yeah, it's just instinct. Yeah, so this it's st- so good. Yeah, it was this Steiner unit went from about forty down to twenty-five that were actually still running at us, and they were just oh as God. fierce, just as heroic. And the the lines meet, we go past each other. So the first person I just <laughs> strike down, and he takes it like a champion. He goes, <laughs> just rolls off to the side. I push mm-hmm. the second out of the way of my shield, and then the mm-hmm. third um, is a healer. So I just go in, cleave chop off their leg and they go down then this guy with a Mm -hmm. two-handed axe comes up and just bops me like not in the head obviously but like in the shoulder and he goes impale and i just drop to the floor because it's basically (laughs) a a decapitating strike and then keelan comes in he jumps over a body cleaves that guy then another guy comes in sweeps his legs with a glaive and then he goes down and then body (laughs) piles start to form so like him and i die on top basically die on top of each other the fight's over in about 15 16 seconds and there's about eight Imperials left at the end of it. That's it. Everyone else is down, bleeding, mm-hmm. legs lost. It's It was just the most incredible massacre that I've ever, mm-hmm. even let alone bear witness to, taken part in. It was it was crazy. Cannot describe it in inadequate words. God, I'm so jealous. Yeah. There has been rumours that um, if you are part of an EMU that has you've created that there might be opportunities to monster on skirmishes next event going forwards and i am so crossing my fingers for that because doing the reffing i love doing the reffing i don't know if we give it up now but i do i would love the opportunity to monster on a skirmish with you guys Mm. that would be cool yeah if the girth guards show up experience oh yeah so so cool I'm so glad that it worked out as well. Like, I you should go into more detail with Sol on the on the tactics and things that you telling me about mm. before, because what a good idea and how well it worked. Yeah, smart things. Really solid. Great player RP for them. They had a great time murdering us. We had a great time murdering mm-hmm. them. No one got hurt. No injuries this time round. And it was a quick, punchy, dynamic battle. There was no boring bits. Mm-hmm. It was all action. But I shall reveal good the secret stuff. formula to that next time. <laughs> got to keep people tuning in i guess oh yeah we only have to two yeah need actual two listeners episodes 
What? Who are they? I don't, there's like four of them, I think. Oh, uh, your mum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does your mum listen to this podcast? No, she doesn't. Um, oh, I did actually yeah. send her a voice. Um, I actually sent her, I think it was our E2 coverage. Because um, mm-hmm. she was just saying, hey, you know, what you're up to? And I said, oh, you know, editing this. And I sent it across. And she was like, oh, interesting. Um, who's the podcast by? And I was like, mum, it's, it's me, uh, Matty and Soul. <laughs> and she's like, really? You sound so adult and professional. And I was just like, wow, really? Just yeah. imagining you at work being like, um, well, I'm really hungry. Uh... Yeah. That, I mean, I have said that a few times today. but uh, That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah, but so, that's, that's life. Yeah. My mum's a fan, but not an active listener, you know? No, it's okay. Could ask for more. Can't ask for less. Yeah, could be worse. Yeah. Anything else for Sunday? I mean, we had Minish Council. Yeah, I think just wrapping up. I was in and then time out. Oh god, the rain though. Ugh, disgusting. As soon as it hit time out, yeah. three o'clock. We Big got really rain. lucky considering the weather forecast that we had not really any rain the whole way through the event. Yeah. And then that one, like the downpour, just began an hour at two o'clock down, like an hour before time out. Mm. It's unbelievable. I mean, in many ways, it was lucky. It would suck to be put it packing down in the rain again. But for a dry event, I kind of would take it. Yeah, I I hope my tent's dry because I kind of half put it up after the event for maybe Mm. like three hours. But it wasn't particularly sunny because it was just raining in Warwick repeatedly. Mm. Well, you can't. You'll have to just get it out when you get there. Yeah, I hope it isn't just a big bag of mold. (laughs) We'll find out. Yeah, we we will find out. Will be for everyone to do their their tent fixing and cleaning between e4 and e1 indeed indeed but yeah to wrap up my uh my sunday uh the captain's meeting so um gfo skirmish i'll cover next time but it's my first time being a formal captain for navarre leading a skirmish getting it organized obviously had some help very fun i'm now part of the gang which is very cool and actually seeing what goes on in the in the leadership like the skirmish leadership Blech. skirmish leadership side of things it's actually really finally interesting got you in there. yeah finally finally in there which is somewhere i've wanted to be for like literally years of larp but i've been too busy committing yeah. crimes and being deliberately incompetent to check in <laughs> but now i'm playing captain sensible of course with being a champion of vigilance f and chat for Ravadi. um oh, wow. i think we we're about Ravadi to see already, competent Becca. chris <sighs> which you know, we know there is a competent Chris in there. I'm just waiting for you to play one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a long <laughs> time coming. Hmm. I'm excited to see the new era. But yeah. Yeah. A bit wet. Pack up was annoying. We sat down in a tent for a while. I packed up, I think, two tents in the rain and then gave up. Finally gave up and then just lay down for half a minute. And immediately got back up and repacked yeah. my stuff. We're just about to just about to drift off. And then Kit's like, "Hey, you two in there? Hey, uh, I need to uh, yes. put some stuff away." <laughs> yeah. Which don't get me wrong, happy to help, but I was like, "Ah, oh, it's just getting cozy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, it was all right. It was great. And that was E three for this Matty edition, song. and and most of yours with some omissions to be covered. Indeed. 
Mm. Not bad. Two hours in another 11 seconds, two hours, 15 minutes. Not oh, bad for all three days. Shorter than usual. Yeah, I think we probably breezed through stuff that we could have chatted, but we did also go on some tangents, so mm. not too bad. It was a fairly plot light event for us too, considering most things. You're, for you, it was relatively plot heavy. Yeah, but only in the second half and only by accident. It was uh, yeah. Otherwise, it was going to be light. Yeah, it was nice though. Oh, yeah. I'm good event. To see how E4 is. Really yeah, nice pumped. Got spicy so stuff to do, redacted, and um, redacted. chump stuff. Mm. And cold chump sun, because that is scary. That's genuinely scary. Oh, yeah, yeah dear I'm, listeners, uh, for this E4, cold sun's dumped a bunch of small armies all over the empire for, uh, you know, ripping apart the, the countryside. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. got to deal with that now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope I get to skirmish a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm looking oh. forward to getting the bow out. Oh, Can't yes. wait. Last chance to use the bow before Christmas. Putting it away for months on end. Indeed. I'm ready. Ready. Am I ready? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's next week. Am I ready? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Fuck! It's been next week. <laughs> Any parting knowledge for uh, those at home? Hmm. Um, Don't follow... Vigilance. Follow girth. It's all you need. I agree. All right. On that note, may girth (laughs) bless you, and we'll catch you on the trots. See you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.